back, everyone, to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever-faithful host, John McDonald. That is me, and as always, my very, very good friend and co-host, Mr. Kyron Morrison. How are you doing, good sir? I have a coffee. I am good. Excellent. And we are joined with another very, very special guest this week. Uh, the man, the myth, the legend from OK Games is Josh Ennor. How are you doing, man? I'm well, guys. I'm well. Thank you so much for having me, even though technically you're at my house, so yeah, I'm I know, having yeah. you. We're sort of crashing thanks, your place. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us while we have you. Yes. yes. Yeah. There you go. No worries. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, no, it's great. Well, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on. I mean, you gave us some great knowledge and, and things when we were trying to uh, start up this podcast and, and whatnot. So it's it's been, you know, probably a long time coming actually having you on the show. So I can't believe I didn't think of it happening earlier. I know. Like after the other episode you did with the other special guest, I was kind of like, huh, why haven't we organized something like <laughs> that yet? And now here we are, which is good. Although yeah. I feel I feel a little bit treacherous, I suppose, having just announced that I'm taking a brief hiatus from my own podcast, did, yeah. just to then appear on yours. Because it was funny, because like, I'd already, like, last week I was like, oh, I'll come back to Benio for the weekend, and like, you know, and I was like, oh shit, maybe we should see if we can get Josh on the week, and then I watched that episode, and I was like, oh shit, that's why I, I was like, I'm messaging Josh, hey, I was going to see if you wanted to come on our show this weekend, and you were like, yeah, it should be a problem, I'm like... Okay, cool. All right. <laughs> no, see, see, it works out all right because the main reason it was actually it was really cute because I, I, uh, I, you know, announced the sort of break that I was taking, and not just from the podcast, but from like the website in general. Right. Um, and a lot of people have like emailed through or like tweeted at me and just been like, like for anyone who's ever been around with any of the stuff that that weird okay games have done, like I've always been very open about the whole mental health concerns and of things course. like that. Yeah. And most people have just immediately jumped to that assumption that that's what it's about. And and it's like it's not at all that. It's just that running a website and having to do reviews and, and as well as host the podcast every week and then I also edit the podcast, I don't have time to play games for fun anymore to the right. point where I just haven't been. Like uh, like we're talking about Nino Cooney, like there was yep. such massive gaps in between me playing Nino Cooney that I had to start again because I forgot everything about it and was kind of just like no, like everything is fine, everything is wonderful. In fact, I just want a chance to actually be able to remember why I started this whole thing in the first place. Awesome. Um, but for your listeners, you know, I can take the last six months worth of games that I've played and talk ah. about them. So it's uh, it's new content for them, which is why it's fine for me to be here. It's it's probably a good thing because um, I was actually talking to a friend of mine last night. I was out uh, out in, in town and um, he was talking to us about. It and he's like, "You guys don't shit can games that much." And I'm like, well, "The thing is." We pay money for our games. Yeah. So we only really want to buy games that we like or we think we're going to like. So that's, I guess, like, you know, the downside of that whole situation. That was a big problem for us when we first started as well. Mm. Less because, like, I mean, we didn't really... We started getting review codes pretty early on because we were the website before we were a podcast mm. and the, the podcast sort of came afterwards. Um, so we didn't necessarily have that issue. The biggest issue was that we liked too many things. Yeah, so it that's, was just, that's tough, isn't it? It's mm-hmm. tough. It's, it's like, tough to enjoy things. It's, it's like we're yeah. sitting there and I'm just like, why? Like, this game is great. That game is great. Games are just great. Yeah. I don't want to say bad things about things that are great. And exactly. Then, and then that's kind of, that changes as you look at our review scores. We just become more <laughs> cynical and more hateful <laughs> about things. And once upon a time, it's like, oh, the dialogue's a little bit stifling. But uh, but other than that, you can overlook that for some really good gameplay. And now we're just like, they said the wrong there, yep. out of context, four out of ten. <laughs> it's just... It's, it's, the, it's the seven out of ten, too much water. Too much IGN, water. Too, uh, IGN argument, yeah. The, the wet concrete is not... <laughs> 
reflect the lights properly. Unplayable. Literally unplayable. So it's it's been interesting to watch that sort of transgression, I suppose. Uh, yes. Yeah. Transpire from, from loving everything and just being all sunshine and rainbows and My Little Pony about everything to just being like Shawshank Redemption about it. Yes. So gritty oh. and grey and just like, nah. To hell with this. Yeah, for sure. And then we've got, like, Cotter, who's just joined us, and uh, he's a young guy who just knows so much about games, it's not even funny. Yeah. Um, and he's still very much in the whole, like, oh, everything about games are great and perfect and wonderful. And then we've got David, who has the soul of, like, a 60-year-old man. <laughs> like, nah, you're wrong. Far Cry 3 is the worst it's, game ever made. Oh, my God. Holy, yeah. Uh, it's been... Let's, let's stay away from the Far Cry 3. Just yeah. I'm really excited to be on an episode where it doesn't get brought up to you. Exactly, and I just haven't yeah. brought it up. So. Well, we both <laughs> like it. Well, it's like, yeah, we both like that thing about Far Cry 3. It's a fine game. And I'm completely indifferent to <laughs> yeah, its existence. It's, so. a, it, it's, a, it's an okay game. Oh, um, no. Huh. I actually really like it. I, I'm Look, I'm not going to lie. That was a forced one. That was really We'll see if we can really get a natural cool. one in there. But, That's fine. Um... Yeah, so, cool. All right, well, let's let's get into some, uh, some I guess, what we've been playing. My really? list is very short. Yeah, I've played a couple of things. Uh, and like you said, Josh, you've probably got, like, a backlog of stuff that you could probably you can pick some, for our some positives and you can pick some negatives. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll shit on shit can on some games for um, you guys awesome. to, to bring it down to the, 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 the good level. <laughs> um, well... Do you want to? How many? What kind of stuff have you got? Do you want to uh, start off with? Literally, all I've played this week, apart from Overwatch, which I'm t- I'm going to touch on with you, is yeah. I have downloaded and played because I bought the season pass for Telltale's Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because yep. obviously, in the lead up to Infinity War, I've been knocking through every Marvel movie. Got two to go. Marvel hype. Two to go. Oh, what two? Uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming, which I never saw. Haven't seen it. And and Thor Ragnarok, which I did see. Also, haven't seen it. Oh my god! Holy shit! They are like two. Like, I, I, the guy I was talking to last night said the same thing. They're the two he hasn't seen. I'm like, they are like <laughs> arguably two of the best in the, in the entire cinema. Feel universe. so out of the Marvel fanatical at the moment. Like I like I haven't seen Thor Ragnarok. I haven't seen Spider Man Homecoming. Um, I only just saw Guardians of the Galaxy two like a week ago. Yeah. I haven't seen like Captain America. I haven't oh. seen the Iron oh. Man three. Like there's that many. I haven't seen Black Panther yet. Black Panther. I'm awesome just. I'm well. so out of everything I mean Black Panther so growing up Black Panther was my favourite comic book so mm. I'm really sceptical about going to see the movie of it because I just oh, feel okay. like it's the same with Far Cry 5 I, Interesting. I haven't played Far Cry 5 yet because when I was in like high school I just went through this fascination with cults Okay. Yeah. so I like did all this reading on Jonestown yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. just all this like this one I can't remember but it's this like Indian cult that they're not a cult they were a community that the Midwest America just thought were a cult um, so I'm really worried about how they're actually going to pull that off when I sit down and okay. actually play it. But no, I'm so out of the Marvel like it's ethos. But I'm so excited for Infinity War at the same time. It's, yeah, well, I mean, it's hard not to be excited about something like Infinity War. You look at the poster. You look at the poster. You look at the it's fact like ten years of movies just exactly. culminating in one. And yep. it's the same. The same. I'm feeling the same way I felt about the first Avengers movie, where I'm in my head I'm going, this shouldn't work. This shouldn't be possible. It, but it, the fact that they put in the time, they've done the work. They've like for the most part, most of those movies are like good movies, uh, ranging all the way up to like great movies. Um, things and like, then you get stuff like for Dark World. Yeah, I, <laughs> is that Thor I mean, too? Yes. Yeah, I haven't seen that one either. Yeah, don't no, don't see fine. that one. It's fine. <laughs> it's, uh, it's fine. Um, but yeah, but like I mean, in the past like five years, they've just really hit their stride with their storytelling and things like that. I think having the Russo brothers come on board. Um, has been an amazing thing. We can play the game of uh, which community actor will be Infinity War. I think uh, let's get them all. 
get them all. Get, unofficial get a community. Scene. Unofficial community. Uh, Inside Infinity War. Like a, oh, community like the TV show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Because yeah. the Russos yeah. came from the community. community. Oh, they used to, they used to right. So in, in Civil War, they have... What's his name? It's, Arbed. It's, it's, Arbed. it's um, Danny, Danny Pudi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then in... No, that's not Civil War. That's, that's Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Civil War has the Dean. Yes, from community. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. yep. So I'm um, like, we're gonna get someone in Infinity War. I think we will. I think we will. I think maybe like a John McHale or something like that. John McHale. Get a Jeff Winger as Jeff Winger. <laughs> Donald Glover. Donald yes, Glover. Donald Glover. That would be interesting. Well, technically, he's already as Miles Morales. So that is he's yeah. Look, he's he is in, in the Marvel the, universe. He's in the universe. Mm. So he's there. Oh, he's in the around. Disney universe. He's, he's in bed with Disney. Yeah. Well, it's it's hard because. Anyway, I won't talk about that because oh. I haven't seen those movies yet. So. Okay, apparently okay. he's about to drop a Spider-Man Homecoming Oh, spoiler. yeah, I was. I was about to do that. But, um, yeah, no. Get Watch, back to me in a week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, yes. Guardians. Telltale Guardians. I picked it up because of a Marvel hype. Yep. So I, was, I wanted a Marvel game. My housemate got the Lego one, Marvel Super Heroes 2. Yep. A little bit jealous that I didn't pick that because the first episode of Guardians, it's, it's unfair to judge an episodic game on its first episode, but I'm not feeling it. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> it's... Yep. It's, uh, it could also be because I'm coming straight off Life is Strange Before the Storm, which I really feel like Deck Nine... I mean, the first one by Don't Know was good. I feel like Deck Nine did it better. And then you come back to Telltale. <laughs> you, don't, you don't like that? You don't agree? I, I, know, I, really, I really liked a lot of Before the Storm. I will... Like, I will overlook poor gameplay for a good story. Yeah. Or good yeah. characters or anything along those lines. And as much as I didn't necessarily like... Max as a character from the first Life is Strange, the gameplay elements were enough to keep me hooked in, I suppose. That it was it was like decent story, decent gameplay mechanics, shit character. So I was just I was fine to overlook that. But there is like no one I hate more in the video gaming world than Chloe Price. <laughs> like, like just do you enjoy which is never happy? I just I can't <laughs> empathize with her in any way, shape, or form. Like it's just there's this element about it and the fact that they took the parts that I really did like, like the whole time travel puzzle mechanic and just removed it with, I, with just conflict resolution instead yeah. of time travel where it's almost like you never actually have the option to resolve the conflict. Yeah, no, I did like, because okay. I do have the talk back thing, which I did say briefly last week, sometimes made me go, what, what did that achieve, Chloe? All you've done is attack this person. That's exactly <laughs> And right. I get that. I absolutely get it. I do prefer the time rewind mechanic there. But either way... Like it's you play a Telltale game, and sometimes you can just sort of see them moving, like manipulating you in certain ways. Uh, so yeah, like you can obviously, if you've seen Guardians, you know that it's about that cast. It's the same characters from the movies, which is great, makes it recognizable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but already they're trying to drive wedges between because you basically control the choices of Star Lord, mm-hmm. and certain things happen where it's like you can choose this choice and side with Gamora. Or you can choose this choice and start with Rocket Raccoon. I'm like, but I like both of those characters. Yeah. <laughs> it is hard, especially with like, the like, Guardians, because I do like all the, the characters. Of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you go for you go because I went for Gamora's path because her mm-hmm. choice seemed more, I don't know, seemed better. Mm-hmm. And then Rocket's like, nah, fuck yeah. I'm He's like, like no, fuck you, Rocket, yeah. please. And that's, I still want you here. That's the thing, and it's not. It's like it's not just Telltale. No, I mean, I anyone who's ever listened to our stuff knows that I'm not the biggest Telltale fan, right. just because I. I can't get behind the fact that they're still using like a generation old. Okay, yeah, that's, that's, even, that's yeah. a thing. Yeah. Like it, so many scenes that'll be like, it'll cut scene, you're like, all right, let's go. And it, it will just stutter. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. the, 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 and you're like, 
Are you okay? Yeah. You, you can probably afford a new engine, guys. And it's just like, like you know, laid off a third. Like, as a, as a company, I just have so many problems with the way they conduct their business. Like, purchasing the most expensive franchises oh. they could possibly imagine, but then laying off a third of their staff. Yeah. Like, right. yeah. make your choices better. It's just, I, I don't, I don't need another... I definitely don't need another Game of Thrones Telltale game. Yeah. Um, like, Tales from the Borderlands was pretty good. Tales from the Borderlands, I really enjoyed, I think. Do we all grow in their best one? The Wolf Among Us. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Mm. You haven't played it, have you? No. You oh, need to no. fix that. I, you need to fix that before number two comes I do, out. I know. Well, I've got it. It's on my PS4 now. Yep. I'm like, I, 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 sitting oh there, I'm like, the same with Life is Strange. They're both sitting there, I'm like, <laughs> need to play both of them. And that's just, that is where, taste, where Telltale... Where they nailed it, where it wasn't about the look at all these characters you recognize with, huh, let's bring this one in and oh, you get to play through the Guardian storyline now. It's characters you have no idea about because no one's read Fables. Like, it's just such an unknown franchise. And they get to do whatever the hell they want with it. They don't have to fit inside some some predisposed idea of what the player has surrounding this universe. It just, they get to focus more on building their own characters as opposed to trying to make a character that fits to what we've already decided that character would, is yeah, like. I would almost argue Tales from the Borderlands does that as well. because and that's why it was one of the better exactly, ones. Exactly, because it's, it's within a, you know, an existing universe that a lot of people are familiar with, but with completely new characters, very little like references to older... Like, there were references, obviously, and then the fact that Handsome Jack was there and all that yeah. sort of stuff. Like... There were, there were elements of it there, but like the focus was on these two brand new characters who were fucking awesome. It's the best Borderlands story. Yeah, it is the best Borderlands story. Yeah, I agree. Far away. Yeah, I'm a huge Borderlands fan, and I agree. Hundred percent. It's definitely the best Borderlands. Yeah, and that was my big thing. Like I was just boycotting them, boycotting Telltale until, yeah, until Wolf, Wolf Among Us season two came yeah, out. Yeah, And now it's been announced. I'm happy to go back and play through some of the others. Like I played through Walking Dead season three. Um, I played through Tales of the Borderlands. I finally finished the Game of Thrones, which I got for Christmas like four years ago. I just <laughs> never put the time of day into. Game of Thrones is such a weird one because I fucking love Game of Thrones yep. and I love the novels. Yep. And then you play that game and I kind of get what they're going for, but then the actors start showing up yep. and you're like, this is weird. Yeah. I'm not okay with this. This yeah. is weird. Like Tyrion, I'm not buying it, even no. though I know that's Peter Dinklage. Like Natalie Dormer is Marjorie Tyrell. I'm like, this is weird. Is yep. that weird? This is weird. And Kenny Valley, that's not Hearing quite that there. Voice, yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, you're there, like, but that's styles. not what I was expecting yeah. from it's you. Always a, it's always a risk but, when you run that. Yeah, the, the illusion of choice in those games is yes. just... Awful. Yeah, so, Awful. So far, it's definitely the case in Guardians. What I will say is I it was kind of cool for the game to start with... Uh, it's the first five minutes of the game. Who cares? With you killing Thanos. I was like, yep. oh, okay, it's, yeah, that's it's something. Like, it's straight out of the game. It's like that's Thanos did. Yep. Have a look, awesome. Yeah. I've, got, I've got that cynical Marvel in my mind. I'm like, he's going to come back at some it's, point. Just because it's Marvel. Yep. At some point, somehow he'll come back. Uh, most definitely. Because like, he's Thanos. But um, I was like, that was cool. I did. I thought... When I saw Thanos was in like the synopsis, I'm like, "Well, there's my bad guy." I'm like, "Oh, oh, he's dead. Cool. That's yeah, interesting. That's that is cool. It was, As, it was especially with Infinity War around the corner. That just felt kind of cool. It was. It was interesting. I remember like yeah, when I started, I was like, "Oh shit, really? Yeah. Okay, cool." And they're like out drinking and stuff, and all yeah. stuff. And like, what do we do now? But then like, I finished the episode, and it was like, "Hey." Don't forget, you can go buy uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. I'm like, whoa, all right. Okay, come on. (laughs) All right. I think it did that to me when I played it. It was before it had come out. I was like, you can play all that. I was like, I I can't. I'm sorry. I think it might have been... I'm trying to to indulge myself in this particular versions of Guardians. Don't put the movie version in my head. God. (laughs) But anyway, Um, I'll finish it. But it's not a good start for me, at least. I I need to go back and finish it, too. I'm like, I'm just shocking at finishing games. 
just a terrible person when it comes to video games apparently <laughs> I'm like new things oh yeah fucking oh, oh yeah I feel that yeah. well it's, it's difficult because it's so many good new things yeah. it's like it's hard to avoid especially last year five days issue. away from God of War holy fucking shit anyway. and Neva Roth has, has finished Nino Kuni <laughs> no we haven't it's a JRPG Joel <laughs> oh yeah um, that's really the main thing I've been playing that's new so you've been playing cool apart from Overwatch yeah, alright, we'll, we'll quickly, briefly touch on that, I guess. We played, we played a little bit of Overwatch. I didn't play with you. I've played because the, the, um, the Archives Retribution event is on. Um, I jumped in and had one round of the, uh, of the Retribution event uh, mode. You played a few th- uh, yes. with, with some friends of ours. Yeah. Um, have you jumped back into Overwatch? No, any- no not since... Uh... Right before I jumped back in when Moira was released, right. uh, because the David Bowie skin, and uh, of course, yep. played a heap with Lauren. Yep. Uh, like Lauren and I sat down, went through all our ranked matches together. But I mainline Mercy. Um, oh no! Oh. And who who has since become essentially unplayable? Yeah. But that's all I played. Like all I played was Mercy. So when we got to the end of our ranking. I got ranked quite a substantial amount higher than Lauren, who's quite more... Uh, she's a bit more versatile player. So right. she, she performed, you know, quite good as a bunch of different characters. I performed exceptionally well as Mercy. As one. Yeah. So when we got our ranking, I was about 1,800 points higher than her, even though we played every single ranking match together. Oh, we were then yes. unable to play together anymore without yeah. me deranking or her climbing up, and then we just stopped. Yeah. yeah. We just stopped yeah. because it wasn't yeah. fun anymore. I, I have long since given up caring about rankings mm-hmm. I've been fucked over for the past I don't know about 8,000 seasons so mm-hmm. ever since that long season that the, was like the long two season or three months long ruined me absolutely ruined me because I was playing mainly Zenyatta it was before mm-hmm. they fixed the um, the whole back end of it like for people who play mainly fixed. Support, yeah <laughs> well fixed but who play support characters and it got like you know wasn't as important as someone who plays as a fucking DPS DPS <laughs> yeah. and I was like well fuck you um, but having said that, this event is very, very cool. Um, yeah. So, so did you have a rundown? Because mm, I didn't play during the original one either. Oh, okay. So I know oh, the so event. I know it right. exists, but yeah. I do not know what happens within it. So basically, I mean, this this is a decision that makes so much sense. Okay. They go, hey, here are four characters you can play as from mm-hmm. like a particular story scenario. And the mm-hmm. first one it was Mercy, Reinhardt, Torbjorn, and Tracer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's set in at King's Row, and it's basically like, hey, play through Tracer's first mission. And it's an objective map. It's a PvE scenario where you fight through waves of om- AI right. omnic robots. And it was, the first one was King's Row. So, like, yeah. you, you were on King's Row, you basically played a PvE match yeah. against these robots, and it was like moving a payload. And all so, it was like playing out her, uh, her cinematic sort of thing. Because her cinematic took place on King's Row. As kind well, of. Well, no, I think that would, that would happen later on. Because okay. Oh, that's the one with Widowmaker, isn't it? Yeah, the one with yeah, Widowmaker. Yeah, yeah. So this is before that again. This and is they like her... assassinate the, the Zenyatta. This is big, big and Zenyatta I, man. And I, and I felt something in that Yes, video. oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, it wasn't this quite is... the Bastion level of feels, oh, no. but it was, oh, it was yeah. a high level of feels. Oh. Um, that Bastion is, short. Uh, this is sort of like the, the just before Overwatch was like a dirty name essentially within yeah. the world so they were still trying to do the right thing out there and then this omnic uprising happened yeah and they were trying to stop it and then yeah from then on we go through the lore of overwatch being not so great what, yeah in well, the eyes of the world thanks to retribution because so retribution is a similar thing where it's a story mission set on you're attacking a, a talon base mm-hmm. and you play as reaper moira genji and mccree cool the and of black watch yes yeah. 
So, and their goal is supposed to be to go into this base and get this head honcho from Talon and get him out. Mm -hmm. And there's a really, there's a great, like, it goes to maybe a minute. There's like a cutscene at the start. Because when you played Uprising, it had like the, you know how they've got like the still images Mm -hmm. and a sort of like a visual comment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This one has a cutscene. Cool. And now I really want a story. Yeah, it's awesome. So you get to see a bit of each of the heroes doing their thing. And then they get to the guy, and he's basically like, you know, even if you catch me, I'll get out in a few weeks. And Reaper makes a character choice. He is a character now, and mm-hmm. he goes, you're right, and shoots him, and kills him, and blasts him out the window. To which McCree is furious. Like, the fuck do you do that yeah, for? We, like, we could have we <laughs> taken him away. Like, we could have done it the right, the right the way. The right way. And then the mission starts. You pick your character, and you sort of fight through. You fight your way out of this Talon base, going through all these, again, AI-controlled Talon soldiers. Cool. It's really cool. There are... Three specials that are sort of like mishmashes of Overwatch heroes. There are the assassin, the assassin, which is they jump around the walls and then when they land on the ground, they will charge someone and pin them down and just stab them repeatedly. Oh. The first time that happened to me, it freaked me the fuck it's out. The me. Actually, like it like fades to black for a second and then you fade back in. And there's it's like an like, omnic on top of you, just like slashing away like this, and it's like it just says pinned, like when you get pinned by Reinhardt. Oh, yeah, cool. Then there's a sniper, which is sort of half Widowmaker, half Arna. She can sort of grappling hook around. She's got a little thing on her wrist she can shoot it with. Yeah, yeah. And she can obviously just go sniper rifle. And then there's the heavies, which is sort of like they've got two huge chain guns. They are bullet sponges, yeah. it's fair to say. And they, they also have a charge like Reinhardt as they well. They do have a charge. I never realised how much I wanted an Overwatch Left for Dead until right now. Yeah, right? right. Yeah. Like, that's so cool. Like, yeah. just especially playing Retribution, it brought me back to those good old days of the surprisingly, like, the way better than it should have been Mass Effect 3 multiplayer. Yep. Which yeah. we, we got hooked on that we, for a We played a lot of Mass Effect 3 multiplayer. Just, like, defend 10 waves, finish the game. But, yeah, obviously also Left 4 Dead. Just, like, give me missions against, like, PvE where we have heroes. Yeah. Because they've all got dialogue. They have, like, banter they exchange during the mission and all and that. And it's like, like, there's a part... Like, I was playing... When, the one time I played it, I was playing as Reaper. And, like, there's a part where McCree was like, we could have avoided all this. This is your fault. <laughs> and I was like, oh, he's talking to Reaper. Oh, fuck, he's talking to me. Oh, I'm I am Reaper. Reaper at the moment. <laughs> Oh, I have made Matthew Mercer sad, and that makes me sad. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, there needs to be a campaign, surely. I oh think. Guys, just I, give it to us. <laughs> I honestly think BlizzCon this year. They'll announce some form of campaign mode. Well, yeah. that's the thing. It's, uh, it, it, we're, we're on the cusp of the two year anniversary of the game. I think it's it's not to say that the game's getting stale, but I think there needs to be a shake up. I am amazed at how they've managed to keep it relevant for yep. all this time. It's crazy. I think. I think what's saved it this year, for the most part, is having the Overwatch League, League kick off. Well, yeah, yep. sure. Because even I was like, at, at the end of last year, I'm kind of like, cool. I think, I think I'm done. I think I'm good on Overwatch. And then League started. I'm like, yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm back in. And there is nothing I like more than a good competitive <laughs> yeah. sport. Yeah. So. Well, I've never been able to watch one really because I never really understand. Like, I don't know. I don't know League of Legends. I don't know Dota. I don't know. Like CS:GO, maybe, but I've never played it. Like, CS:GO is easy enough to understand. Exactly. It's like, oh, they shoot out. It's the bad yeah. guys, the terrorists, and the and the yeah. really kind of terrorists. Like, no, yeah, there's a bomb like, there. I found a bomb. Yeah. Um. But with Overwatch, I'm like, I've played Overwatch. I know Overwatch. I know the characters. You get to get in on when it's like a when it, when a big cool thing happens. Yep. You get to react in real time yeah, and exactly. not wait for the the announcer to tell you that that was a cool thing. Exactly. Just always been a barrier the entry for me I, for Dota. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, duh, or any MOBA really. Actually, like, no, League of Legends. I played oh, okay. for so long. Yeah. Like, and, and when the LCS first started, I was living in a share house with like three other guys who were also big into League of Legends with me. So our, that used to be our weekend. Our yep. weekend was sit on the couch, popcorn, beer, and just watch the LCS. And yeah. it was so... 
so good. Like, yeah. we got to see some of the most. And, like, all these things that... Oh, this is sounds real dumb, but, like, today's generation of League of Legends players, like, they talk about all these things that happened back then like how and you Froden uh, if you if you didn't uh, sorry Froggen if you didn't ban Lux or Anivia against Froggen like you lost and I was there like I, I was there for that like, I, was there. I watched that live I watched fucking XPK's backdoor on Cassidy and just like <laughs> like in that dodging that Olaf queue like I saw that shit live and me and all my friends just like throwing popcorn at the screen just like do the thing and like yeah it's just I, there's been some uh, there's some, been some pretty crazy ones with like you know I'm a London Spitfires boy, so I've had some, some good moments there, which has been good. One of the big things, I think, from, from League, at least, is we've, we've been able to see, just from, see, like, I think we're on stage three now, aren't we? We've seen the patches go through, like season one being Mercy Heavy, mm-hmm. and they patched her, and she was not really, uh, she was still there, but not yep. as much. Mm-hmm. And, like, stage two, they did the Sombra buff, mm-hmm. and oh. now Sombra's fucking everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. So many Sombras. And then they sort of retweaked her, and now she's still there, but she serves a different role, and it's yeah. just, it's interesting. And I it's cool, it. like, uh, and, yeah, and, and uh, things like League, and things like these, these, like, PvE events, I think, I honestly, I just have this feeling that at BlizzCon this year, we're going to see... Some sort of campaign. It'd be like maybe like a four to six hour campaign, I reckon. Yeah. If that, it's a really good. Doesn't way. have to be big. It just has to be something. Well, like even something as simple as just like an hour and a half, but for each character. Oh, like, really and cool. at the end of it, you unlock a skin. Yeah. Just yep. like something simple like that. Yeah. Like you can go through as like a mercy, just like an hour, hour and a half long little PVE experience. Yeah. And like they don't even have to be all released at the same time. It can just no, be like here's three at a time. Yeah, it's like here's this three characters, here's these three characters. And maybe they do all intertwine. Maybe it just becomes like a retribution yeah. style thing. Yeah, they can also do it like as a, a instead of doing. I mean, I don't want to get rid of the shorts, but instead of doing the shorts, do the character shorts in game. Mm-hmm. Like we start could, doing it that you way. Could tie them mm-hmm. in. You could, yeah, absolutely. Like it's it's very very possible. But and the other so the other thing about both the events is like there's the story mode where you play as the set characters, and they also have an all heroes mode mm-hmm. where you can pick whoever you want. Yeah, and play, which is obviously like, not canon. Yeah, yeah, not, exactly, not canon, yeah. but they do still have like specific dialogue for like enemy locations yeah, as well. Cool. So like, I was playing as Diva, and she's like, "Enemies from the left." I'm like, "Oh, thanks, Diva." I'm like, yeah. wait, that's a new line as well. And I'm like, "Is this going to lend into like a campaign down the road if they've got the dialogues? Like, they've got the set pieces. It just yeah. needs to sort of be exactly." And there was like, I think like a few months ago, there was like like leaked like job listing as well oh, for like someone to work. Yeah, with, like a, extra, a very like knowledgeable knowledge of the Overwatch lore. Yeah. And so. things like that, and like like Blizzard put that out. They're like, yeah, we're looking for someone to come and help us out with some stuff. Everyone was like, yeah. <laughs> 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 what are you talking about? Cool. Yeah, so tinfoil hats on. Yeah. Exactly. So I think I honestly think BlizzCon this year. Yeah, I think it's going to be a big Overwatch blowout yeah. on the future of Overwatch. Anyway. It does feel like a lot, a lot of care went into setting up retribution with the cutscene at the start, Absolutely. and even when you finish it, there's um, it's more of a visual comic when you finish it, but it does. Again, it gives you a bit more Overwatch lore when McCree's sort of talking over, like, 76 and Anna like, getting into Reaper about what he did. Yeah. And McCree's kind of like, and I think this is sort of where it all started to go a bit wrong. And it's just like, yeah. it's cool. That's Because cool. it is, it's the beginning of the That whole, whole world. world. Like, I remember the very first cutscene when Overwatch was oh. announced, and it's just that one that, it's the one with, like, finishing with Tracer being like, the world could always oh, yeah. use more heroes. Yeah. And, like, that was oh. just, like, the most inspiring, like, just... Oh, the fight so in the museum yeah. and like, oh man, and yeah. it's just like the kids' excitement. I was like, I was that kid. I, I am that kid. Yeah, I, I yeah. I remember saying, I was like, remember we were in that group chat when, when that first came out. I was like, I don't even fucking know what this game is, but I'm so excited for yeah. it. Yeah, give yeah. it to me. Like, 
And like there was, at that time where we were like competitive shooters, no thank you. We're not gonna and like fucking I love Overwatch. I have so much fucking Overwatch merch. Yeah. I have spent money on loot boxes. It's like I you know oh, yeah. boxes. it's you know, it's uh, insane to see how this we're game has taken two over. Two years in now, essentially. Yeah. And it's in. still going. Good on you, Blizzard. You did it. Hell yeah! <laughs> like I mean, if anyone was going to make a game like that and give it longevity, yeah, it's going to be exactly. Blizzard. They know how to stick around for the long haul. I'm yeah. still like I've been off World of Warcraft for like two and a half years, yeah. and I'm still I've already pre-ordered Battle for Azeroth just so I can get in and play it. <laughs> well, again, if you like. if you pre-order Battle for Azeroth, you get a couple of uh, little emotes in Overwatch as well, cool. where Tracer can drop either the. Either of the clan, cool. Oh, that's all the clan, the factions, <laughs> factions. Whatever. Factions. I don't play. You can well. tell we play mo- um, MMOs a lot, don't you? Yeah. I played a bit of Final Fantasy fourteen. And I then pl- I oh, played- I'm so sorry. No, I love that game, man. <laughs> I played some Warframe for about a week and a half. That's the response. <laughs> <laughs> that was the response I expected. <laughs> Hey, in all fairness, Warframe is good. It's pretty fun. Yeah. I bear parts of that game, but when I look at it, I'm like, I wish someone designed enemies for this game. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Yeah, that's 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 the bulk of what I've been playing, really. Cool. All right, Josh. Look, just to, all right, just to catch, let's, let's, let's catch us up. To right. carry on from the, the the Blizzard train, so much Hearthstone. Ah, like, excellent. Okay, so much Hearthstone. I I'm banned from talking about it on my own show. <laughs> so I'm going to take this this That's time right, yeah. now. Welcome. So it's like a venting process. Yeah, yeah. Um. So the newest expansion just came out. The uh-huh. Witchwood expansion came out, which is all ghosts and ghoulies and wargans and, and things watch, like that. I watched the 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 reveal trailer for this, and I must admit the reveal trailer was very very cool. All of the reveal trailers they do like just the little song that they make for oh that was amazing too oh, with it. the talent yeah. go back and yeah. watch them all because they're just they're so good from the word go it's just been like it's every time a new I'm more, almost more excited for the trailer than the actual expansion yep um, but the the meta so like the the everything surrounding what decks got played and, and which champions were strong and, and which cards got used was getting very stale um, yep. and this expansion was, was a bit more important than all the others because it, it designated the, the rotation of the Hearthstone year Okay. So every two years, there's a, a rotate. Every year, there's a rotation um, of the year of Hearthstone. Okay. So oh. we just came out of the year of the Mammoth, and we've entered into the year of the Raven. Okay. And what's important about that is you can only ever use in the standard format. Like there's two Hearthstone formats. There's Wild, which you can use any card available to you, right? And Standard, where you can only use cards from the original set that were released plus the cards that have been released in the last two years. Ah. Interesting. So when you were saying how you've never gotten into it, now is the time to try and get into it because there are like eight expansions or adventures, eight releases of new cards that have just become non-standard. So you do not need to worry about them at all. And it's just so new players don't have to struggle with learning 800, 900 cards. Um, it's something that Magic's always done. Magic has had multiple formats for forever, like Legacy, Standard, uh, yep. Commander, and cards that could be used in yep. certain ones. Um, so the rotation has been pretty spectacular, just because a lot of the decks, like there was this deck called Cubelock, uh, which was the, a Warlock deck that was just beyond powerful. Right. Um, unfortunately, it did not get changed in the new expansion. <laughs> it's still arguably oh. the most powerful deck in there, but they did bring in a lot of decks that helped to... It's its win rate isn't as high as other decks have been brought in to sort of counter them a little bit. Okay, more. cool. Oh, yeah. So it, it's still got a buff. Like, it's still an incredibly strong deck, but it isn't unbeatable, unbeatable. now like it like it sort of used to be. 
Um, and so these, it's like week, week and a half after the new expansion is the most fun time to play because everyone's just experimenting. Right. No one knows what's good. Like they're trying to lock down their new. They just threw in 135 new cards and removed about five, six hundred others. And for what I can tell, some of the new cards they put in were pretty. Just the the way they changed yeah. the game up is so so weird. Just I did have a look at some of them. I was like. Interesting, okay. And little things that they've done that makes me wonder if they've done this from the word, like they had this specific expansion in mind from the word okay. go. So the, the biggest change were, were cards that uh, interact if you've only got even or odd cost cards in your deck. Yeah. And so there's been, from the basic set, because you can always use the basic set and the classic cards that were the first ones released. Um, like they'll never rotate out just because they're a good foundation to build on. Mm-hmm. Um, cards like Warriors Execute. Execute is a, it costs two uh, two mana and it's kill uh, random or kill a damaged minion so any man, man, minion that has damage marked on it you just kill it cool. and it's one of the cheapest removal spells in the game okay there has like never been a warrior cut a warrior deck that didn't run execute okay but when they brought in the odds and even cards the warrior deck benefits really really well from like what control warrior is the is the big one so it's like a, a slow one that draws the game out to late game when the opponents just used all their all their firepower and then right. you just start dropping bombs and obviously with execute being an even cost card you can't use it so they've they've right. built it around this this awesome mechanic that all of these cards that were once upon a time crucial and core to the game or to, to, to certain decks can't be used if you want to play the like the odd powered control warrior deck right and it's like, it's not top tier, but it is a lot of fun. Like, Control yeah. Warrior has always been my go-to. It's the one I've got the golden hero in, and it's just, it's been my go-to since my magic days. I was a control player. Right. Um, it's so... interesting, though, to hear you say that, though. And we were just talking about Overwatch as well. Mm. Like, Blizzard must have, like, this knack of, like, just when the game's starting to go, like, oh, maybe it's it, it's run its course, they drop some new bombshell that, like you said, they've that obviously been yeah. planned for, feels like they've had it planned from the start. Yeah. And it's, yeah, like, I, I notice that a lot with Overwatch where it's just like, oh man, this feels like... Well, but like as game. you start to dip, it just 100%. spikes back up again. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was that was my... I spent... It came out Friday morning. Um, I got up at 4am. Uh, it launched at 5am in Australia. Uh, I got up at 4am, went to Macca's, got breakfast for myself and a mate, drove to his place, woke him up, he intentionally left the door unlocked for me. <laughs> yes. I walked into his bedroom, turned the light on him, threw Macca's on him, went and got his laptop, and we just sat up in his bed and just... <laughs> Waited for the expansion to tick over. It did. We sat there. We opened. We had about I had about ninety packs to open. He had about seventy, and we just sat there and we just opened them all. And then we spent the next hour and a half just like theory crafting all these different decks together and just like play testing them against one another and making changes. And Fuck yeah. so from five, like we spent about five till six opening cards. From six till about seven thirty, theory crafting all these different decks. And then from about seven thirty till about twelve thirty, just playing against one another. And it was just I'd like yelling and screaming and like card games are not the kind of game that you yell and scream about but it's just like there was there's something and this is why loot boxes are such a phenomenally popular thing is there's just something so appealing about cracking card packs cracking packs I I have 
purchased my fair share of Pokemon trading card oh, yeah. packs oh, when yeah. I was younger. Pokemon cards, magic cards. I never really got into the Yu-Gi-Oh side of things. I I, uh, I, I, I made you buy those uh, Dragon Balls. I bought Dragon Ball yeah. cards. Yeah. <laughs> I had the Final Fantasy card game yeah. once upon a time. Man, I was yep. trying to convince him to buy them too. I'm like, I, I nearly did. Yep. Like, when I saw the one, it's, it's got cloud on there. I'm like, yep. I do like Final Fantasy. <laughs> yep. And I could crack a pack. I yeah, could, absolutely. I and pack. that's the most, like, that is why, the big reason why I had to get out of magic because like I was, I was reasonably competitive magic player. Um, like I'd go to tournaments and all that sort of stuff but where everyone net decked and I, I net decked as well I played the meta decks I played what of was course. good and what yeah. was popular um, but I refused to buy cards online which was easily the cheapest way of going about it I would just buy packs so it cost me four times as much as exactly. it cost everybody else to get the exact same decks just because I wanted the enjoyment of flicking through yeah. the cards oh, and being like oh, I got my 37th copy of the <laughs> Shadowborn Acolyte wonderful um, that little hidden like, endorphin rush where yeah. you're just like oh and then you look at the cards like that yeah, worth it. garbage. Next one, yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's just, it's just that. Oh, it's it's phenomenal. And so many of the decks that they've they've like that have been theorized out of Witchwood are just they're just bonkers. And it's it's almost gone. That not only do the new cards add something in and of themselves, but they have so many synergies with cards that have not been seen in like four years. Right. Because you know, at that top level, like at, at high end ranked, like I sort of get to like I'm rank 3 at the moment so I've only got 2 more ranks until I hit sort of legend rank which is the end goal it's the top okay. like half a percent of players actually hit there um, like you always know like you come up against a warlock and on turn 1 if they play Cobalt uh, Librarian and turn 2 they life tap you know that it's a cube lock okay if you come up against a mage and turn 2 they drop uh, whatever the raven's called you know that it's a it's a big spell control mage like you know what cards are already in the deck from right. explaining it but I'm sitting there playing and, and come up against a, a deck that's called Dudadin so it's a paladin deck that just it's essentially in, in uh, Magic the Gathering terms it's a swarm deck okay. so you just have lots of minions all of the time Fuck. and then you just drop like a bomb it's it's a goblin deck from, from uh, Magic the Gathering fucking or, spore deck yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, fucking, I know someone who used to use a fucking spore deck and I hate it <laughs> and, they, just, and they, they overwhelm me with just little yep. dudes fucking hate um, it so much and I came up against one the other day and he's got like four dudes on board and I'm just like cool alright so he'll play and I'm trying to remember which cards have rotated out that he can't use anymore and which new ones they've brought in I'm trying to figure out my next turn and I'm like alright if I do this 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 and this and then I'll be fine I can just I play the mage at the moment and I can I can you know uh, flame strike or clear the board next turn so I'm, I'm set up pretty well and he drops Stormwind Champion on me and I'm just kind of like what? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, that's not a card people have ever used why is this relevant now? And it's just, it just it totally throws off the plan oh. that you have like you can't go in with a plan anymore you've just got to like kind of close your eyes and throw darts and just it's, hope something sticks it's almost like it's almost like relearning how to play the game again and yes that's, that's a good thing in these like things that you've been playing for so long and it get people to come back yeah but it that's also awesome. happened at the most inconvenient time <laughs> I was getting really good with Big Spell Mage and, and Big Spell Mage like it counted cube lock quite well like I lost out to a few less popular decks but as long yep. as you can beat the deck you see most commonly you climb the ranks right uh, and then it came out and I was like awesome you know I don't know what to expect anymore, so I'm just <laughs> going to play a random deck, and then I just I'm going in with a with a minion mage deck at the moment, and I'm doing all right. But I sank from rank one to rank three, and I'm just kind of like I'm I'm scared to play because I don't want to go back to five and just <laughs> so, start that grind over again. That's the thing about games with any sort of ranking system. Yeah, when you start four, when you're like, no, I should stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. the amount of times that we've been playing Overwatch, you're just like, no, nah, I'm, I'm out. out. Yeah, I'm, I'm out. out. I'm not playing tomorrow. I've dropped like two hundred SR. I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I can't do. 
competitive ranking games that are team based because yes. I I do I take it too seriously. But I'm guilty. If I lose because of the team, or or you know, if if I will always find a reason to blame, something to blame that is not myself. Of course. In Hearthstone, I can blame RNG. I can blame just pure luck on their behalf. But at the end of the day, it's just me, yeah. and so that stops me from getting too frustrated. It's just like you learn to laugh it off when you're up six health left, and he's dead next turn, and he's got no cards in his hand. And then he top decks Fireball and just throws it at your face yep. and you die. It's just kind of like, there were 27 other cards that he could have pulled from that deck right there. Yep. And, and he, that's the one that he got. It's almost, it's almost like... Fine, but... Having that, 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 that as well, like, you know, that's how I feel about things like when I played Blood Bowl and that it made me change the way I thought about me as a person who plays video games. You know, otherwise I probably wouldn't have started playing things like Cuphead or things like that now. And I fucking love that shit now. You're literally wearing a shirt of it as we speak. Yes, I am. Mm. My Cuphead shirt. Mm -hmm. Um, I haven't finished it yet. Close. Well, not close. I'm in World 3. But anyway... I mean, Plus, games um, like that, you don't. I don't. I don't sit down and go. Oh, I'm going to finish this as quickly. No, as no, no. It's oh like God, no. I, 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 I booted it up the uh, other day, and I was like, "Cool, I played. I played through like another run and gun stage and another boss. And I'm like, I'm done. I'll come back to it. Yeah, again. like yeah. you take it bit by yeah. bit. Yeah, because the story's pretty easy to follow. Oh yeah, yeah it's, at it's, this stage anyway. Oh I, no, no, no. It is. It, it is, is very just, easy. To, I, I mean, just calling it a story is a little bit. Yeah, yeah. well, it's more of an event. That yeah, happened yeah. Like, I was a saying, blur. The driving force like, in Carpet is to see. You're like, I want to see what other bosses have got. Yeah. I want to hear what fucking amazing music is going to be. <laughs> That's what I do. I, yeah, I just want that feeling of elation when Knockout appears yes. on the screen, and you're just like. There is no better feeling than this. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yeah. so good. Remember yeah. how good it felt in Bloodborne to get praise supported? Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. I we was talking about this before, but like you watched me play Bloodborne when we it first came out, and I was doing <laughs> Father Gascoigne fight yes. at your house. <sighs> and yeah, and I was like, sidebar for two seconds. Did you guys go to Father Gascoigne first? Was he your first boss or second? I did Bloodstar Beast first. Mine's not really fair. Bloodstar Beast first? No, Bloodstar Beast. Um, Cleric Beast. Shadow Cleric Beast. Yeah, yeah Cleric Beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beast my, my first one wasn't Gascoigne, but I played mm. in the network test. Ah, okay. Which, which takes yeah. you to Cleric Beast. So yeah. I was still on the mindset going, cool, Cleric Beast is the first boss. Yeah. So I went straight there and that's why yeah. Gascoigne wasn't my no, first boss. No, I was going to say, because everyone talks about Gascoigne being the first boss and I was like, no, that's it's no, Cleric, Cleric Beast. Cleric Beast. The horrible screaming monstrosity Molotovs at it. <laughs> totally fine with that one. Then I got to Father Gasco and got fucking ruined yep. over and over again. <laughs> and like, I started like like spouting nonsense, like almost speaking in tongues. I was just like, oh, it's fine, it's fine. It's like, yeah, I was very good. I was very good. It's fine. It's okay. yeah. Oh, you see me again? Oh, great. Thank you. Great. Yeah, yeah. And like this he roller coaster of emotions. And I was just, I was slowly going insane until yep. like a very kind person, like I'd summoned in, helped me win. And I was yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm mm. I'm excited for you to play Dark Souls One, Joel. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm excited to play Dark Souls One. It's the only one I haven't played. Yeah, yeah. same. It's the one oh, I played play Demon Souls Two, Three, and Bloodborne. Oh. I haven't played One. I, the only ones you're I, playing I, on Switch, aren't you? Yeah, I'll probably get it on Switch. Absolutely get it on Switch. Yeah, I'm, I'm get getting Switch. I'm getting on PS4 and Switch. Especially especially after seeing it run on the Switch, like they, I've seen a couple of videos. I'm like, it looks they, pretty good. They showed like like ten seconds of Blight Town off screen, and it looked good. Yeah, cool. It looks fun. good. Cool. And that's that's the problem area, really. Yeah, okay. exactly. <laughs> Um, but Hearthstone <laughs> yeah yeah that's right that's right that's, that's tangents, tangents. Well, tangents welcome yeah tangents. this is it's what fine. we do it's fine but yeah so that's that's been consuming a lot of my life just because I'd been off it for a couple of months yep uh, got back in like maybe got to like rank 12 or 10 just because I didn't understand any of the decks that were out there and then something just clicked with Big Mage 
uh, and I just skyrocketed all the way up to rank one and have sunk back down to three, but I'm I'm slowly climbing. I'm still climbing up. So it's it's getting there slowly. I've just got to learn how to face the new face hunter decks, which are just ruining me. But that's fine. Um, If you play aggro, fuck you. But uh, the other than that, a bit of Nino Cooney, which I know you guys have already spoken about. You know, at yeah, quite, yeah. quite a bit of length in past episodes. We, yeah, um, we, we were going to talk about it again once we finished it, but it just hasn't happened. Yeah, so. yeah. And look, and then I'm not, I've, I'm not in a position to talk much about it. I, it, little parts about it really frustrate me for seemingly no reason. Like yeah. coming back, I guess, to that that cynical nature that I was talking about, right. of just the littlest things getting to me. It's like the very start when you know, uh, for. Uh, Evan, Evan, uh, Roland's the other. Roland, Roland's the yeah. other. Yeah. So uh, Evan's just like, you know, I've decided what I'm going to do. I'm going to rebuild my kingdom. And Roland's like, and I'm going to, st- I've made my decision too. I'm going to stay and help you. It's like, mate, you've been in this country for like, you've been in this strange world for 15 minutes. This is a child, and he never asked for your help. Don't make that decision. In in his in Roland's defense, slightly. He did just see like his city blow up. Well, and then yeah. he's essentially dead. He's got a second chance at life. I would have just been like, "Yeah, fuck, I'm not going back there. I'm staying here." <laughs> I think it's more of a. I don't want to face that wrath. Yeah, like, <laughs> I am going to be responsible fuck, for this somehow. I'm out. Shit, I'm going to stay here in weird magical fantasy land. Exactly. Like, and there was pick that. Too, there, is still well, slight, yeah. there is still a slight chance that this is a dream. So I'm just going to fucking run with just it. Run with yeah. it. Run with it. And yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's just it's little things like it's, that that yeah. are just sort of like. And, like, as you can see from where I'm sitting, like, I don't sit the closest to my television, and the text in that game? Yeah. So like, small. In the skirmishes? Yes. When they're little tiny... I, I, I sit probably about the same thing, I'm like, what the... F- what? Yeah. It's like this tiny little box in the bottom, and it, and it doesn't stay there. And I like, get nope. halfway through it, and I'm like, oh, I missed that. And so it's like, it's got longer, I'm looking at beanbags online, so I can sit closer to my TV <laughs> and just, like, actually understand what's happening in the game. But then I remember that I don't actually give a shit about the story in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just in... I'm, and it's, it's not fair. that it's bad, but it's not good. And it's the just, fit, I'm indifferent. I, yep. I get why it is the way it is. I guess it is meant... Because, I mean, even the first Nino Kuniva story was pretty yeah. basic. But it did have that big it emotional had, hook. Yeah, exactly. It did. It had the exactly. hook. And this exactly doesn't really right. have that. And that's being a so. big problem. But like, even as you go through the game, the plot's pretty simple. Yeah. So I'm going to make a kingdom, world peace. It's, everyone will sign my declaration. Yep. That's what I'm it's do. just like it's 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 kind nice. Of, it's refreshing, I think, just to be able to go to not play have something a, super involved, especially in a JRPG yes. where it's like you can just focus on the mechanics of the game as well. Like, and it, it doesn't and it doesn't ever feel so. like it's being too edgy, which can sometimes feel refreshing. The benefits of that is the mechanics of the game are good. I yes. love the feel of the combat. I love all the world traversal and like the mini map, the the overworld map is it's a little dumb, but it's got charm to it that. I really couldn't see them doing it any other way. I just I really happy like with it. it. I, I think I just mute music on that part. <laughs> oh yeah, right. I haven't, I haven't played enough to get sick of it yet. Yeah. But uh, and I guess with the fact as we we're talking about before we started recording, like with uh, God of War on its way out, yeah. and then like you know God of War will be done, and we'll have Detroit become human. Yeah. And then once Detroit become humans out, we will have Spider Man, <sighs> and then we're just gonna have like there's so many games that I think Spider Man will have a nice almost relief of not. Fun about it. I think yes. Yeah. Detroit's not going to be fun. No. God of War's not going to be fun. Fun in terms of gameplay, sure. Fun in terms of setting and theme. You can already Holy tell. Shit, yeah, no. it's gonna like it's not going to be a nice story. Like they're, no. they're going to be full on games and it's, Far Cry Five as well. Like it's just there's exactly with what we've got coming out, and I have the theory that Orion Will the Wisps will be out around October, and that's going to be another you know deep heartbreaking one. I need to play. 
Yeah, you do. Yeah, we yeah, have Xboxes. I have an Xbox now, so <laughs> Dude, I can play I it. I bought my so Xbox just to play it. We, yeah, no. we have Xboxes, and I fucking love Metroidvanias. Yeah, <laughs> have you not played yeah, it yet? I'm surprised you haven't, because you've had your Xbox for a while, so it's on, it's on my list. Yeah, I know. I keep looking at it too. I'm like, I should buy that. And, but, like, but since you guys like appreciate soundtracks and, and visual design as much as it you do, gorgeous. like there is not a single asset in that game that's reused. Oh, Everything God. is hand-painted oh, and it's that. unique. The soundtrack, like, there's this one scene which you get to reasonably early on. It's through the escape sequence in the uh, Ginzu tree, where you sort of you meet the antagonist for the very first time, and just the orchestral hit, just as it just crescendos into this, just like, oh my god, just moment of just epicosity is not a word, but oh, that's what I'm going to use to describe. I like it. Word. I like it. In in June or July, I think there's a pretty empty. All right, like yeah, slot. I might try because I want to play the sequel. You can smash it out in ten hours. Like it's it's with your Metroidvania knowledge. I have no doubt. Like you wouldn't get lost. Okay, you'd be able to smash it out in ten, twelve hours max. Okay, maybe I'll maybe I'll buy it this week. (laughs) Good idea. (laughs) I actually did buy a Metroidvania this week. So what'd you buy? Uh, I'll talk about it soon. Oh, okay. We haven't got to your games yet. Yeah, that's, um, that's yeah. Other than that, what, I've, what have I been playing? I played through the Octopath Traveler demo again, again. I still um, want, I'm so excited for that game. So am I. It's, so am I. Yeah, I need to actually finish that demo too. Yeah. So the running theme. Have you, run through, have you played through one of them? or? Okay, well, okay. well my well. advice would be to play through Dancer. Yes. Dancer, Dancer okay. is a better storyline, I think. Okay. Um, I, but yeah. it seems to be the general consensus I've heard for most yeah. people, yeah. It's just more interesting. I think mm. it's less... It's less cookie cutter, right. I want to say. Yeah, like, like the, 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 the themes and that in the dancer story, I was like, quite heavy for, for the style Whoa. of gameplay. It's it's quite heavy, and and the fact that they sort of mix they sort of mis, mix match that old school sixteen bit or eight bit, whatever it is, I don't, I don't know, um, style with the super HD oh, overlay of like the UI so crisp, and the yeah. and the it's just and the number the damage numbers and stuff. But I'm really frustrated because the very first time I, I finished it, and I was like, cool, I'm going to continue on. And like I finished it, and like you can keep playing if you want. I was like, I do want. Thank you very much. I was just <laughs> on the train to Melbourne, and I, I ran around. And I was like, you know, I've heard you can pick up the other character somewhere, and I was playing through as the soldier or the knight or whatever the fucking other one is. The guy who basically runs the, the club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> he just fights everyone. <laughs> went to the uh, went to the, the sand city where the dancer is from, and sure enough, there she is. She's standing right there, and I went up and talked to her, and she was like, and she joined the party, and I was like awesome because there was that's a dude cool. earlier who was like over to the left you've got sand dune city over to the right you've got a shrine uh that's filled with monsters but i warn you it's probably not safe to go there alone so i was like it's hey. hinting at me here so i went and got her leveled her up a little bit spent about an hour just getting her up like a bit few more levels and then went over to the right hand side where the shrine was got there and the guy was like i'm sorry this isn't available in the demo and i was like oh, damn it God. damn it what a tease but yeah um i'm so goddamn excited for that game to come out that's one that's coming out oh year. jesus it's in july yeah right <laughs> june june is my old june absolutely june is my empty month yeah yeah oh uh, brilliant and other than that not a lot nice. i've bought like in the last <sighs> since you know we spoke about lost sphere um yeah, uh, yeah. at your birthday yeah Joel, which was what March, february january our party was in february february um still haven't played that okay i've bought far cry 5 not played that okay <laughs> i've bought, bought a way out have not played that yep Monster Hunter sold a million copies. Sold a million copies. Yeah, on your way out, like a million. Yeah, and with the way that like they've marketed it, the whole fact that the, both players don't need to own the game yep. is just like they are such an act, they are an actual player oriented company. It's and crazy. also, like for better or worse, Joseph Farris is like fucking outburst of the game awards. <laughs> like that, people are still talking if, about that. Everybody was as passionate about games as that guy is. Like, yes, he's a 
Psychopath is the wrong word. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's insane. He's, yeah. But I would like here's here's like a a better version of Jonathan Blow and and yeah um, yeah uh, and that other guy Phil the, Fish. Phil, uh, no, no, Phil Fish. No, because I, I don't think Phil Fish likes games at all. No, no I don't think he I likes that feeling too. No, what's the uh, the fable dude? Oh, Peter oh, Molyneux. Oh, Peter Molyneux. Yes. Yes. He's just like Peter Molyneux and Jonathan Blow are very passionate game developers. Who are just dickheads? Yeah, and and like and Faraz is a passionate game developer who is a dickhead, but in a nicer way. Exactly, yeah. Except if you ask him about the Oscars, he's no, oh, he's, he's not a big fan that. of the Oscars. He doesn't like the Oscars. Like neither am I because they didn't give Lady Bird Best Picture. Which, yeah, like, fair enough. No, did it deserve it? No, but it was my favorite movie. Of I see. Year. I like. I like. I like The Shape of Water as well. Like, I haven't seen so. it yet, but I love Guillermo del Toro. So it's, it's really good. I really it's, like it. It's something. I remember you explaining it to me, actually. It's yeah, really it's good. Guillermo del Toro. Dude, a lady falls in love with fish monster. And I was like, nah, yep. really? It's the but fish monster. When, when you yeah. sell it like that, it, the bit, like when you see it. Oh, and then, yeah. yeah it's something. It's, there's something special about that movie. Yeah, yeah. I really liked it. But, but, uh, but yeah, no, I've just... I've got this back catalogue and we've got a war coming out. I just, which is like, I sort of saw this back catalogue and I just realised how overwhelming it was, which is why I was just kind of like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm going to step away from all yeah. professional uh, responsibilities to do with games, and I'm just going to play them for the fucking sake of it. Yeah, hell yeah. And and I haven't done that in, well, shit, March just gone was third year of the website. And yeah. Oh, February was third year of the website, uh, March was third year of the podcast. Yeah. And I just was like, fuck it, um, here we go. We're just, we're doing it. We're I'm just a- stepping away and playing games again. I must admit, like, the amount of times each week where I'm like, Fuck, I haven't played anything this week. Oh, maybe I should just buy something. Like, <laughs> and that's I've fallen into that trap. Like I'm like, yep. it's content. I need to make. Content. I'll play. I'll play two hours of it so I can talk about exactly. it and then never touch it ever again. And exactly. that's not like that's why I stopped playing World of Warcraft. And I yeah. did because I realized it was like 2000 and, it was 2018. It was like 2016 or 15 that I stopped because I realized the last single player experience that I'd actually seen the credits roll on was LA Noir. And it's just like yeah. I can't. I can't keep doing this. I can't call myself a video game fan when the last single player game I played and beat was Alien Noir. I have yep. to call myself a World of Warcraft fan instead, which I still very much am. Yeah. But, you know, the same way a cocaine addict will always be a cocaine yeah, addict. Yeah. He's just... They're really big into, fans of cocaine. Yeah, very right? big fans <laughs> of cocaine. And, yeah. and then one of my mates, like, got into the BFA uh, Alpha or Beta or whatever it's in at the moment, the Battle for Azeroth. Yep. And like, he was like, oh, look at this, look at this, look at this, look at this. And I'm like, God, I'm so glad I've never done heroin because you would be the most, <laughs> like, you'd be the worst enabler in existence. Like, I'd finally get clean and he'd just be like, man, this heroin's real look good at heroin. It. This look is some good guys. heroin. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's the worst. It's the worst. But <laughs> no, so Nino Kuni, for the time being, until God of War comes out. And when God of War comes out, Nino Kuni will probably get stuck on a shelf and arguably never touched again until maybe my little sister comes over and it's, wants to play a well, dumb fun game it's a shame because I, I the same way I end up with the first game mm-hmm. with Wrath of the White Witch mm-hmm. I played it and I was like yeah. it was really good and then I just never finished it yeah like admittedly that was a much longer game it was, yeah, it was a yeah, way yeah. longer game yeah. and the combat was nowhere near the as combat fun. was not as fun and you had like the weird Pokemon stuff to worry about as yeah. well I'm glad yeah. a lot of that's gone it's, from this one yeah and I don't know. It, it, I feel bad. I feel really bad for looking at Nino Kuni and going, I don't know, last year I played Persona 5. Yeah. And um, there was Final Fantasy 15. And I'm looking for, in September, there's Dragon Quest 11. I'm like, Nino Kuni, you're good. Of, yeah. You're good. But who it's is Dragon's of... Quest 4? Like, who is it? Like, who would, like, if, who are you going to? The Japanese. So, I mean, well, okay. from yeah. Japan. Okay. <laughs> 
That, they have public holidays when I mean, these games come out. That and also just a, I think Dragon Quest, from what I from what I the brief like snippets I played of the later the DS ones, it feels a lot more like what if they still made Super Nintendo right. style like sort of JRPGs, yeah. like more more classic sort of JRPGs. This one seems like it's, it's taken some steps to go more modern, but a lot of their battles are still like turn based. Enemies because they brought team. out that Minecraft version of it as well. Yeah, Dragon Quest Builders. Yeah, and I think I've just seen that. And I've got that locked it's in my head okay. as to what Dragon's that Quest was is. Was wife, I bought that for my wife for Christmas two years ago, and she loved it. Yeah, she'd never played a Dragon Quest. She didn't know what Dragon Quest game was. She's like, this looks great. She played the demo for like an entire afternoon, just like like I'm talking six hours straight just on the demo. She played it, and I'm like, all right, maybe I'll get it for her for Christmas, and she loved it. Really got into it. Um, it's coming out on the Switch soon. Or oh, down the Switch. Sequels got co-op. Oh, <laughs> was Ash very into games before you two got together? Very much so. She yeah. was one of the, that was one of the reasons why I sort of started dating her. Like not that like oh she likes games I'll start dating. Lock her, her down now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like uh, like she shared interests. There was yeah exactly. Yeah, well, was, very I, much so. It, as weird as it is, I, I, at that point in my life, I was going through some shit and I made a list in my head of things that my perfect girl would have to have. And she ticked off like four or five of the boxes, which was the specification. I mean, there was fifty mind. items on the list, but four or five was the closest. <laughs> no, 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 I was like, for me, to, for me to start like wanting to like date someone, like date that person, or like you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you've got a relationship. Have that. Yeah, I had like you know, and she, yeah, she couldn't grow wings at like yeah, a moment's notice. Yeah, yeah, but like that's setting the bar a little well, bit. Well, I said to her, tough. I said to her, I was like, I'll play some games. She's like, oh, what are you playing? I was like, total whatever I was playing at the time, and I was like, oh, she's like, yeah, I like playing games. I'm like, okay. She's like. Yeah, I like The Sims. I'm like, okay, yeah. Classic. And then she goes, but I also really like Kingdom Hearts and The Legend of Zelda. I'm like, boom, there we go. <laughs> Lockdown, marry you right Done, 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 done. She then followed it up with like, you know, oh yeah, my favourite musical artist like David Bowie and David Bowie and The Cure. And I'm like, all right, yep, good, winner. Tick. Just to check in every box so far. Um, but yeah. So Can you grow wings at a moment's notice? Yeah, no, uh, not yet. Unless she's really really hiding that one for me. But That's um, a surprise. Which the most, like, I imagine if you could do that, you would probably hide it yeah. from yeah, most true. people. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> that's absolutely fair. But no, no she like very much into games and stuff like that. So it wasn't like a, a, oh, he's playing video games again. Like, I bought her a Switch for Christmas. We have two Switches in our house. Yes. So, like, that's, you know, we're, we're definitely... A gaming household. I know. I know. We wanted to take like a moment to give Nintendo a round of applause for the Switch because yeah. it's oh, genius, right? I bought two of them. Nearly every day, I look at my Switch and go, "You did it, you yeah. bastards! You did it!" I like, spent, spent a sneak peek behind the, the last year's Game of the Year awards. Like we sat down to do biggest surprise, which is always a weird category because yeah. we never know what's going to come off on top. And we all kind of sat down, and I was just sort of like, "Guys, can I ask a question?" And David and Lauren were just kind of like. Is it about the winner? I was like, yeah, it's going to be the Switch, isn't it? They're like, yeah, it's going to be the Switch. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, let's just run through the motions for this anyway, just because no one expected <laughs> The fact that it is 2017, it was 2017, and I bought a Nintendo home console, mm-hmm. was like, what? What is... Where, just, where are we? Like, what put, is this alternate reality? Put a Switch there and mm-hmm. stick a Wii U next to it and go, how? Disaster. Success. Yeah, but we played the Wii U last night and it started up and I was like, oh. Yeah, you know. Like, oh. We were playing Smash and I was like, yeah, Smash good. But then like, the menu started I was oh. like, oh. <laughs> what is this console? Go, Ew, it's all bubbly. And you won't have to worry about that soon. No, this yes. year, Smash. Bring it on, E3, let's go. Smash. Um, yeah, well, I haven't played much this week. Um, cool. Is there anything, anything else you've played, Josh? Monument Valley 2. Okay. Like, okay. loved Monument Valley 1. Like, just that whole impossible space puzzle yep. game with a beautiful soundtrack and a beautiful art style. It's everything I could ever want in a yep. game. I did give it a go. Um, it's, it's very interesting. And it's actually, to trail on from the, the, the 
question about Ash, and this is a sneak peek for anyone who also listens to the OK Game Show, because I haven't even talked about it uh, on there yet, uh, but I have a new lady friend, and <gasps> she... Thank you. Thank you for that. That's yeah. the reaction I wanted. But she was away for a couple of days, and she was like, I need games to play. Like, my mother is driving me insane. I need games to play. And I was like, well, Monument Valley. And not even, like, 40 minutes later... I just get a text that's like, this is the best game I've ever played. Yep. I was like, God, I missed that game. So I went and bought number two because it only recently came out on Android yep. and started playing through that. And it's not as good. I did hear that. Gameplay wise. Like the visuals are still phenomenal. The music is still phenomenal. The like puzzles are kind of more obstacles. Like there's no real shock value. They're all my fucking God. How, how did I just figure that out? Like yeah. that's, that's next level. It's sort of, you look at it and just, it really just feels like you are going through the motions. Mm-hmm. Okay. But there's this awesome little feature at the end of every single level where once she, you know, and then, you know, you take your hat off and the little light comes out of it. The light that, like, ascends above the, the level and four more appear and you draw with them. Kind of like okay. a kind of like a kaleidoscope almost, like when you twist it and all the patterns start oh, to form okay. and things like that. One of those weird viewfinders, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. And you draw with, like, one of the, the lights and the other five move sort of in sequence with it. And it sort of paints oh. this, it's almost like a different, like a flower almost. And you can do it in like any way you want. And you draw for maybe a second and a half before it just like flashes and forms into this kaleidoscopic pattern almost. Oh. And then as you go through each level, you scroll back through the levels and the behind, like the indicator to show you completed the level is the pattern that you drew. Oh. And it's really interesting cool. to go back and see the different types of patterns you've come up with I suppose like there was one level that was frustrating the shit out of me just because it was so many right. so many obstacles and I've gotten to the end and it's, it's given me the lights and I'm just going like I've just really jaggedy sort of edges and then like the level before that was just like real flowing like just looking at the difference yeah. about how I felt about that level being reflected in this little geometric pattern that it gave me at the end is weirdly that's interesting awesome. that's really cool and it's like unless it has nothing to the game whatsoever no. but it's just a little way to make it yours and like us two just they have some some weird way of like tapping into whether you're a gamer or or not just tapping into this some some primal need for the the calm i suppose okay. like they just it is the most frustrating game in existence if you if you're not good at puzzle games and even more so if you... I have The Witness downloaded on my Xbox. I haven't started it yet. Okay, well, The Witness is the greatest game ever made. I, so you yeah, I know. Have to sit yeah. <laughs> we'll never hear from Joel again when he starts because oh, it's going to send him over the edge. Itself. <laughs> I've never felt more insane than playing yeah. like the sidebar from the Monument Valley for a second. Like When it came out, it was the game that I was... I would not go to bed until the sun was up and not even realise. Just because... And I would be sitting there. Like, I can only imagine what it looked like from an outsider's perspective when I was still with my ex and we were living together. She'd go to bed at, you know, midnight or whatever and I'd be like, yeah, I'll be in soon. Next thing I know, she was getting up to go to a PT class session and I'm just sitting there, like, cross-legged on the couch, surrounded by paper that I'd torn out of books and Macca's napkins from my 3 a.m. nuggets. (laughs) Just drawing patterns on them, just like, just symbols and just staring at these, like, lines and dots on a screen being like, does it mean? <laughs> I was going to say the exact same thing. Like, well, I didn't play it at launch. I played it like, I think six or seven months later, but I was the same thing. Just like paper, yep. with just scrolling yep. to the madman on it. Best advice I can give you <laughs> okay. is utilize Snapchat 
Because you can take a photo of it on the screen, right? And then go into the edit section and just draw yep. on your... like. I it... think iOS, you can do it anyway now. You oh, can edit on iOS. Android's had that feature for, for five months. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Look, I didn't want to start a fucking flame war here about <laughs> iOS and Android. You see my tweet, like the things you like and fucking don't like the things you don't like. It's fine. <laughs> Everyone's and fine. make fun of the people who like yeah, the things you don't exactly. like. So you got cut off because of the 140 oh, character limit. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. exist anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still using uh, version 2.0 of Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. Where there were no ads and, and everyone was nice to each other. And, and the timeline actually worked it. like a timeline. Yeah, like it was in order of the people that I wanted to see. Yeah, like, I don't get notifications telling me that uh, Kyra Morrison and 487,000 <laughs> other people liked Tim Getty's tweets. Like, I don't care. <laughs> I'll see it when I go on Twitter. It's too desperate sometimes. It's so yeah. desperate. Especially when you've got two, like, Twitter, like, two accounts that link to the mm-hmm. one device. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, God, so many <laughs> things. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, Monument Valley, uh, it's just... And that's, there's, this, there's this sense of pride about having someone who is not traditionally a video game fan obsessed and in love with this video game that yeah. you have recommended because it's like... I know you well enough to, to take something that you have no interest in yep. and make you interested in it. And that's awesome yeah that's it is a good feeling even with people who do play video games if you like if they, if they play like a certain type of video game like have you heard about this like, oh no and you tell them about it like, fuck that was so good oh my god I can't believe thank you so much for recommending only time it's better is when they argue with you for, or not argue but just disregard your your recommendation for about a year and a half okay. and then finally play it and uh, and it revolutionises their life to the point where you have to have an appointment every single Sunday to watch the anime based yep. off that video game. I was like, as soon as you started talking about this, I, yeah. I know who this person Literally, is. Literally, like, yeah. I've, I've got the Facebook message to Lauren from three years ago <laughs> when I said, hey, have you played Persona before? And her being like, nah, I haven't, what is it? And me explaining it to her and she being like, nah, it doesn't really sound like my thing and now it's just... I'm pretty right. sure I remember listening to that episode yep. where she was like, no, oh, I don't think it's going to be for me. Yep. And it was like, at that point, I think we were already, I'd already been talking to you guys about Persona. Yeah. And I was like, oh. How wrong she is. <laughs> oh, Lauren. How wrong she is. Oh, it's it's what I do whenever I'm having a bad day. I go back, <laughs> I search Persona in my text and I go back to like the text conversations Lauren and I used to have surrounding Persona. Oh, and it just immediately changes my mood because we are the funniest people in existence. It's great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. I, I would agree with that. Yeah, good. Thanks. Um, Thanks. But no, that's 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 it. I'll, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll pass it back Sh- to shout you. Shout out now. to Persona for being shout out to Persona. Just, for just being Persona. Being Don't forget, if you're on Twitter, amazing. go and follow like the Persona timeline Twitter account. Oh, it Persona in his or today in Persona or something yeah. like that. It's now updated to include Persona Five stuff. Now that it's a year old, yeah, and that's so good. It's brilliant. I like it. I like it. Um, yeah. Well, look, I haven't played much anything new. Much anything new. That's, that's good a, speaking. That's a, yeah, good, good English use of like. English like. Good English like. Right. Um, no, the other thing I bought, I had a hankering to play something on my Switch. Um, so I played a little bit more Super Mario Odyssey. Um, just plug, plugging away at some more moons because I still haven't hit that 500 mark yet that I want to hit because something happens apparently. I still don't know what it is. So um, I'm pretty close to that. So I'm going to keep plugging away at that. Um, I played a little bit more Flint Hook, but I also picked up Cave Story Plus. Um, which I played Cave Story on PC because I got a part of like a Humble Bundle or something. Um, and so Cave Story is basically like a, an NES sort of throwback Metroidvania style game. As I was saying before about speaking of Metroidvania, I did buy one this week. Um, and it's really cool. Like you're this uh, robot thing called, uh, I can't remember his name. I think it's called like, I can't remember what it is. <laughs> you're like a robot, you wake up, you've got no memory. There's always like rabbit people around. 
There's someone called the Doctor that's threatening to kill them all. There's something to do with these flowers that the rabbits, if they eat them, they become super aggressive and then, like, tear plays, plays apart. Um, so, yeah, you're just running around. I haven't really... Like, this, the story's interesting enough, but, like, I'm playing it for the fun gameplay. Like, I'm just running around, collecting upgrades and stuff. There's some really good platforming in it. It's a little bit floaty, a little bit, like... Yeah. Kind of has that NES feel to it. Like, it's got the, like, floaty and, like, slidey a little bit when you land. <laughs> um... But yeah, it's really cool. I mean, it's really awesome. Um, I'm having a lot of fun with it. It's not a lot to say about it. It's pretty expensive. That's the thing I was going to say, because yeah. I, I played Cave Story on when it came on Steam. Yeah. And it's a cool game. It's really cool. But when I, and I saw it came to Switch, and I was like, I could be tempted. And then I opened up the eShop, and it's like 30 something dollars. And I yeah. feel bad. I feel bad when I go no to a game because of cost. Because games... Don't feel, not if you've already played it yeah, before. Like exactly. There is a well, certain yeah. price that you can... Like, Playing, buying a game to experience it, absolutely. But then there becomes a there becomes a cost barrier simply to experience that game again, unless that yeah. game is Final Fantasy X, because I've bought that like 13 <laughs> times, and there is that's no that's, price I won't pay. That's how I'm Final um, Fantasy VII. I've yeah. bought that every platform that's coming yeah. out. Yes, absolutely. And like, I have I'm, I have ten as well, oh, like multiple times. And Super Metroid, the greatest Super game Metroid. of all time. Yeah, see, and you, there's always there's always a one or two that are exempt yeah. from that rule, but... I, yeah, I absolutely think that if a game is X number of years old, releasing on a new platform doesn't give you the cause to to like put it back to the price it was when it first came out. Just because it's new on that platform doesn't yeah. mean it is new. Exactly. And I, yeah. I know it's called Cave Story Plus, Cave Story, which, which is like nicer visuals and all that. But I'm pretty sure that version is also on Steam, and I still don't it think is. it's like yeah. thirty bucks on there. So uh, yeah, look, it's that switch tax, and at the moment, like it, it is like I think. $27. It's slightly cheaper at the moment because it's on sale. It's on no, sale. Which is why I picked it up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's fun. I'm having a lot of fun with it. It's good just to sort of pick up. It's, it's a good game to sort of sit on the couch while I'm watching something on TV. Like if I've got like a podcast on TV and just play something on my, on my Switch. That's And that was the exact type of game that I wanted. So I'm glad that I um, I picked it up. Um, but apart from that, nothing else really exciting. Have you played Steam World Dig yet? Two? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Oh yeah. Cool. I'm, I'm the one who wasn't. Oh, that's right. That's right. I knew one of you wasn't. Up I I played one and I played two. And I played heist. I look. Yeah. Have you finished Night in the Woods yet? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah. One of, Fantastic. One of, one of BAFTA. Can we? I mean, I I like. I mean, I obviously have missed that episode. If you guys have talked about <laughs> talking about the ending, sorry, sorry. Yep. Uh, X dialogue op- options, listeners. But yeah, can we talk about that? Yeah. Yes. Sure. Let's do it. <laughs> Either of you expect that to go where it went? Not really. Yeah. No. Mm. It's yeah. As as I was following along, I'm like, this this this, this game's kind of interesting. It's got it's got its hooks in me, and then suddenly turn to like mine and like unknowing monster living. I'm like, whoa, okay, this is. I was like, I kind of, I kind of expected. I look okay. So while listening to silly old game of the year episode, mm-hmm. I was trying my very best to skip through all the parts that I uh I didn't um. Of games that I hadn't played yet mm-hmm. that I wanted to play. Night of the Woods was a big one, obviously, because yes. it was very well represented in your oh, yes. in all the categories. So um, I was getting pretty good at skipping them, but I did hear one part about a cult. Nice. Oh. You said I think it was you said something. I was like, yeah, something about a cult, and then Lauren was like, oh, spoilers. It was like you hadn't like it was. I think you just came out of nowhere with it. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, and I like tried that. I did that thing where you hear a spoiler and you try to push it out of your mind. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, I didn't hear it. What? Uh, uh, what was that? I didn't even, I didn't think I heard anything. And like, I tried to forget <laughs> it. Did I say Colt or yeah. Bolt or uh, Walt? <laughs> I tried to do my best to forget it, but like, it was always kind of there while I was playing it. So I, I had a slight, but even still, it was still, I mean, it's actually crazy. The thing for me was like, there was an ominous, 
an ominous presence in the game. Yeah. But I was like, I don't know where this is going. I didn't know. And it was then it go, went down. I was like, oh. I didn't know it was going to go like full Eldritch Horror. Like, yeah, I didn't Eldritch know Horror at the ass. I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, I'm in for this. And then, but the very end, like that final, the final scene in the in the uh, what's the place, the fun zone where they practice, have band practice. That uh, the, the fact that it just cut. I was expecting because like the mum was like, yeah, we'll see you at dinner. We'll have tacos. I'm like, sweet, we're gonna have yeah. dinner. It'll be like a nice family photo at the end. Like that's what I thought. And it's like, I don't know. Should we play a song? Cut. And I was like, oh. It just, it yeah. It's just oh. and moving the fuck on with their lives. Yep. Like after everything that just happened, just being like, oh, it is such a fucking good it's game. Very, very and like I've got that again on Switch, but I haven't played it again yet, just because I I can't justify going back and playing a game for another 15 hours yeah. right? so many new things that exactly. I have to play because well, it's good cool. obviously that's the first time we played yeah. it, so yeah. we had no judge of reference about like the weird autumn stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah like how do you know how different that is no they had of- a few extra bonus like there's some extra songs that you play okay. as part of the brand, band and a few extra scenes that are just sort of like extended edition okay. like Lord of the Rings like they don't add anything to the story they right. just flesh out a little bit more okay. what's there and I think you get I think the only one that is really added is uh, another Angus scene um, aside from the constellations uh, oh, scene when you go okay. off and, and spend time with him see I um, didn't I, the only time I spent a lot of time with him was when I went with him to the the park like so you know when you're doing the investigations yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. at the end so you go to the cemetery you can go to the cemetery with B with B yeah. which I, I didn't do that I did that one I, I did that one yeah. I went with obviously Greg obviously obviously Greg Greg rules okay Greg rules okay um, and then I went with um, well I went with Angus because I'm like I haven't spent any time with Angus yeah. I'm going to hang out with and him and I didn't either and I regret not doing it like I mean I I really connected with B's character just because like not I'm not in like a I associate with you like I identify with you it was more of an empathetic right. than anything else oh no it was more sympathetic than anything yep. else it was like you're right you're like fucking sucks yeah and and Greg I just well Greg rules um, and I just <laughs> yeah. didn't expect um I've forgotten his name Angus 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 <laughs> I was gonna say Antoine for a <laughs> Antoine. Um, sure Antoine and I just I didn't expect what came out of Angus's storyline and I've since gone back and watched it over again and, and like sort of experienced it and I kind of like like it's just good character design in the yeah. sense that like there is no hint towards something being wrong and then just out of nowhere it's just like these are the things that are wrong and it's like oh, wow okay really well written the scene, really well written that scene at the the donut fo- donut fox uh, the donut place the donut, donut place. place yeah it's, 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 it's donut something yeah. animal related because yeah. that like everything else in the game yeah um, I am Lord of the Snack Falcon. Yes, I am Lord of the Snack Falcon. Don't sleep on Night in the Woods. It- no. No, for sure not. But like, yeah, that, that scene at the, the donut place with Angus mm-hmm. and, and Greg and uh, and May is probably my favourite part of the game, I think, honestly. Yeah. It was like... Is that, is, that, is that the part where May sort of realised... Where they're... When May realizes that she's like she's been a dick, yeah, yeah. yeah. she's yeah. the reason they're fighting. Exactly, yeah. that yeah. was a really good scene. And as like really you were saying, that, like, in terms of like sympathizing with the character, or like like you know projecting onto a character, essentially, like May, for better or worse, I one hundred percent like identify mm-hmm. with her, and it's it's it was amazing to see that, like the fact that she went to uni, mm-hmm. she failed, mm-hmm. she moved back home, mm-hmm. I'm like. This is everything yep. that I did. Yep. Everything that I did. And, and there's, I, there's, uh, a, there's also like, there's a negative aspect of that in the fact that so many people can identify with May because she is quite a blanket. Yeah. Like, so much 
so much worked into one character and I think it's done really really well yeah. but it almost there's almost parts where it almost feels cheap I want to say like yeah. it's not it's not quite pants it's not anyone can fit into it but it is so broad that that many many people could identify with it for different reasons as well and that's not that's not bad in any way, no. shape, or form. And, no. and the best thing that they've always done, like my biggest point when it comes to stories in, in games, or stories in anything, really, is is show me, don't tell me. Yep. That's, yes. that's the one thing that I want in games. And yes. it's why I, it's weird that I like anime, because they literally, like, every episode, well, every episode, every, every show has this, like, insane exposition scene where they're literally just <laughs> telling me. Like, I'm watching Assassination Classroom at the moment and literally, like, the t- like, 20 minutes of the first 24 minutes of the first episode is like, this is our teacher. He came from space and now we have to assassinate him before the end of the year or though he's going to blow up the world. Yeah, that's what Assassination Classroom's about. Yeah. It's fucking insane. I've, heard, I've got a couple of friends that told me that, that it's really good. It's really it. good. Yeah. But it is insane, insane and I have no idea what's going on. Um, <laughs> but, right. like, it's just... And they do, like, I'm okay for them to have a a very large branching main character that anyone can empathise with, mm. or a large number of people can empathise with, Yeah. if they don't tell you, these are her problems, or these are the things yep. that, are, that keep her up at night, they show them. And that's fucking awesome. And in yeah. terms of her character as well, the way that she responds when people ask her about stuff, she's like, I don't want to talk about it. Like, yeah. And it's, uh, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. That's, that's not like... Oh well, I went to university, <laughs> yeah. I failed, and I moved back home, and this yeah. happened, and this happened, and no one really gets the full story except no. you, who is there for the entire time. Yeah, like you yeah. see what she tells Greg, you see what she tells B, you see what she tells her parents, and what she tells um that fucking who's the poetry bear? Oh, that's just uh, on the step. Yeah, uh, Summers. Selma, I think it is Summers. Selma, 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 Like it is now. Things that she tells her, and I'm like, and even that little just side character. Did any of you go to the poetry club? Yep. And then like, oh wait, yes, I did. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and we go to the library. Yeah, she just like blitzes out this poem that's actually fucking awesome. Yeah, and you go back and talk to her the next day, and she's just like, yeah, I wrote one. It's it's called the dark is black or whatever. And three lines. And three lines. And it's kind of like. And then you've got, but that sort of builds on so much wonder that, like, is she embarrassed about her actual ability, and is she just like being dumb about it, or is it like a, is this a Professor Trelawney situation from right. Harry Potter where she actually has talent to do something? It's just stretched very thin, and there's a lot of there's a lot of missed shots before <laughs> that there's a bull, yeah. before there's a bullseye. Yeah. It's just they oh that the world is just so alive. Which is really ironic considering it's about literally a dying town. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And it's just... It's... And the, 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 just the, the ambiguity of that ending as well. It's like, we don't know if it's going to... It might collapse in like two days. Mm-hmm. It might be there for another 60. Yeah. Like, Fucking nothing we can do how, about it. How, yeah, how long is that monster going to be, yeah. you know, That's satisfied for? Black goat. Yeah. Like, not, not every game can pull off like the open to interpretation thing, but I really like Night yeah. in the Woods. Yeah. And just the way that now not every ca- not every game can make me care about a situation that I've never literally and will never literally be in. Like character wise, yeah. you can identify quite well yeah. with a couple of different options, but event and story wise, yeah. like I'm not from a dying mid- Midwest town where yeah. half the town's out of work because the glass factory shut down. All my friends are joining their family business. Like it's, I'm I'm never gonna be in that situation. No. I've never been but in that situation. Never rule out El- Eldritch Horrors. It could never, happen. Re- never it rule could out happen. Black Ghosts. <laughs> <It's> just <laughs> around the corner. We that's do it. have a lot of mine shafts. We in do. Bendigo, so, so that could still I mean, happen. And hey, yeah. 
You never know. Keeping yeah. that window open. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. But the fact that they made me... They did make me care about that. And they made me understand what it would be like to be in that situation. I did. I, I sympathised. I felt bad for the characters that yeah. were in it. When it's not something I've ever fucking experienced before. Like, you know, Life is Strange. Coming back to that from the start of the episode. Like, sort of that specific encounter I have never experienced. I've never been abducted by a teacher who wanted to take naked photos of me. At least not one I'm going to talk about on the microphone. That's bad. Um, but uh, but cool. I was still able... Everything, other aspect of it, like the whole, you know, friendships and the and the relationships with adults and saying the word hella a whole bunch when it was completely <laughs> unnecessary, that I get. Before, I, no, before I, the storm yeah. explained the hella thing. Oh my god. <laughs> that, and that fucking, the graphics options where it was like, like <laughs> low, medium, high and hella high were the graphic That's options. That's awesome. Like, wear that on your sleeve, yeah. you beautiful bastards. <laughs> I really should finish playing that game. You should. Episode, like, definitely do the first one. Like, you played Life Strange like the first? Life is That's, fun. no. I played, okay. I played like the first two I, episodes of it. I just want you to play it to the part that, like, that just I can't that I don't think I, I can ever go back to ever since before the storm. Okay, cool. I, just, I just can't do it anymore. I okay, can't I do it. Get to that. Okay, I'll get to that. Just because of just because of how like the story before the storm, it's like I don't know if I can play Life is Strange anymore. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, I know. Yeah, yeah, I, I just don't know if I can about. do it. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I uh, yes, I don't know. <laughs> if you play Life is Strange, you'll get it. Uh, cool. Yeah. Okay, so a lot of things happening this week in the world of news, but uh, like. We've had a good time just having a chat about things that we played and, and just games in general. So I think we should just keep the good vibes going and get into some uh, questions because we've got some really good ones. Yeah, throw bad news out the window. Yeah, the yeah window. it's all interesting. Go. You can find it online if you want. <laughs> Sam Fish is in Ghost Wild, Ghost Rig on Wildlands and it's kind of fun. Actually, I know I want to talk about it for a second just because he has a, it has a, it's a nice yeah. sort of send-off to Metal Gear yeah. as he realises that he is the only stealth hero around stealth game hero yeah, around those days it is, it's, it's very as far as we know we oh, don't know true. what Death Stranding is yet oh true fuck. Norman Reedus could be the new stealth hero fuck you're taking us at a, a deep rabbit hole yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but this... I didn't want to bring it up because I'm <laughs> here, but like, like I've got to go watch footy at some point today so <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah um, yeah no but uh, the, the scene is online and it's, it's pretty uh, the, the, the performance as well from it was Michael, Michael Hansen, Hansen. Yes. Yeah. and like the performance from him is just it's Perfect. And we mm-hmm. realized he's the only one left, and I was like, "Oh God, heartbreaking." Um, but yeah, so there's some cool stuff out there. Go and find out. You know, you, you'll be fine. You'll you'll be inundated with news very very soon because E3 is just around the corner. So, um, for better or worse. But we've got some wonderful questions from our wonderful listeners. Uh, starting off with the wonderful Mr. Broderick Cordes, uh, co-host of the Hunting Seasons podcast, uh, which is if you like a television uh, series as much as we like video games. Uh, go and listen to these guys because they know their shit it's a really fucking great podcast um, it's very well put together they know their stuff about the things that they're talking about because they both come from a background of working in or trying to get into the television industry and, and being writers and directors and producers and things like that um, and yeah I think this week's episode is about season 5 of The Wire it is yes um, which I haven't watched any of The Wire still but <clears throat> I've only seen season 1 of The Wire uh, I'm currently watching through uh, The End of the Fucking World so because last week's episode was about that so. oh I've nearly holy shit that show oh. yeah yeah I think I'm like halfway through at the moment I'm really enjoying it yeah yeah I'm like 3 episodes in but yeah so uh, if you're interested in that as well last week's episode was about that uh, they also talk about news and things as well. They have a, a they, the the format of their podcast at the moment is it's really really great, really tight. So, and I wouldn't call my this is just to add to, to add to this pitch from someone who isn't a personal friend with these guys. Like I'm not, I wouldn't call myself a TV fan. Like I watch TV because everybody watches TV. Yeah, but 
I get so much out of their podcast. Like they 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 know more about their topic than than either of us do about our topics. Yep. Like it's yep. it's hundred percent amazing. Yep. And for them to make a, it's always been the case with anything. If if someone can make a podcast about something you're not necessarily interested in, and they can hook you in. You know they've got something good going on. Yes, so, absolutely. Yeah, it's, no. it's really, really good stuff. Um, so yeah, hunting seasons. Go and check them out uh, wherever you get your podcasts from. Um, they also have a wonderful website as well, um, and all the social medias as well. If you just look for hunting s cast, I think on on sort of hunting seasons as well, you'll find it. It's really, really good stuff. But Brod asks us, what is the most frustrated you've ever been with a game? When have you gotten so stuck you've almost given up, or worse, had to use a walkthrough? And then he puts in parentheses, Joel, maybe you can mention your time with Wind Waker because he's a prick. Hey, let's start off with Joel's experience with Wind Waker. He is a prick. Uh, I know this story. Oh, so, okay. You were so, in for a treat. I wasn't even that's like, it wasn't even like probably as bad as he's trying to sort of like, you know, set up his question maybe, for. Oh, maybe not from your perspective, but for all everyone who, well, for, oh, I fun. heard about it. I it's wasn't fucking hilarious, it's hilarious for everyone on the outside, but... Uh, so I was playing Wind Waker. Uh, I had um, brought it over at my house and also uh, another friend of the show, uh, Ben. Uh, and they were sitting down watching me play, and they'd obviously played it before. I hadn't, so I'm like playing through it, and it's all good. I'm having a good time. And I got to a part where it's, it's the Wind Temple, I think, from it's, it's a, it's Yeah, it's the it's Windy Island. The Windy Island. If you played Wind Waker, you'll probably know what it means. And I'm like, there's like the, the entrance is like very windy, and so it's like blowing wind out, so you can't get towards it. And I'm like, all right, cool. Well, I'm obviously going to use the iron boots here. So I walk up to it, and then I got to the front of it, I'm like, cool, what do I do now? Oh, there's a rock there. I've obviously got to blow it up with a rock. So I switch from the iron boots to the bomb and try and use it but obviously because I don't have the iron boots anymore I get thrown back to the start and it was like 20 minutes of me trying to do this and my wonderful friends uh, Brod and Ben not offering any advice of help just openly laughing at me for 20 minutes and obviously I got a little bit frustrated with it and then turned the game off uh, or I did they ended up giving me a bit of it through their, you know, fits of laughter, they ended up giving me the advice and help that I needed to get through it. But was it, it super obvious? Like I've not, I've not. I can't remember. It's been so I played it, but yeah, I can't even remember how. The I, island. Yeah. I, honestly, I, it's the same for me. But it was just the image, and like it's it's funny because I'm sure we've all been there. I'm sure when I first got to that island, I did the same thing. Where you're like, cool, I know I need the iron boots for the wind, but a bomb for the rock. So I'm sure I did the same thing. Yep. But it's just because you persisted so much with it. Yep. Well, there's another one. There's another similar situation with that with me with the video game that you were present for as well. You weren't in the room, but I asked you about it. Um, was when I was playing Final Fantasy VII and I got to a part and I'm like, I'm trying to fight this enemy and I really couldn't get It's really hard. This was back in the days of MSN, just yeah. so we're clear. So yep, okay. I, I was on MSN chat and I logged in. I think I spoke to... It was Ben. Ben first. And I was like, hey man. He's like, what's up? I'm like, I'm just playing Final Fantasy VII. I find it's a really hard enemy. I'm like, really kind of, I'm not making any progress with it. He's like, oh, what enemy are you finding? I'm like, I think it's called Emerald Weapon. And, he, and Ben goes, hold on. Adds Kyron to the chat and he goes, can you just say what you said to me again? I was like, yeah, I'm just trying to find, I think it's Emerald Weapon. I'm just really not getting anywhere. And both of them, ha 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 For those who haven't played 7, Emerald Weapon is like an optional post-game boss. Who you yeah. don't have to fight. Yeah. And is even in the post game is one of the hardest yes. Final Fantasy, not just from seven, but and one of the hardest Final Fantasy it's bosses. A, it's a in bitch existence. of a fight. Yeah, and I was like, oh cool, great, awesome. This makes me feel good as a person who plays video games. So um yeah, there's there's probably two off the top of my mind. I've got a couple more. Uh, God of War. Uh climbing out of um out of Hades. Uh, out of um out of hell. Like in the first God of War. Yeah, or... like I, I think it's the first one, maybe maybe two. 
There's a part where you climb up, there's like the towers with the spikes on them. Oh, yeah. No, that's two. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I threw my controller a couple of times at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that was the one that came to my mind, apart from the obvious ones that Brod was trying to, like, you know, <laughs> milk out of me. Um, he got his way in the end. Yeah, he's now did. recorded forever. He did. He's very good at, like, antagonizing us through questions when he's not on the show. Um, yeah, but when he is on the show, he's really nice. He is, yeah, he's lovely, yeah, because he, he, he's, he's got that keyboard warrior mentality. <laughs> like, I'm gonna fucking start a flame war between the two of them. Yes, I'll show them. <laughs> Best um, friends are they? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'll teach them to say nice things about video games. <laughs> um, yeah, so that, that's off the top of my mind. I Rom the vacuous, uh, vacuous spider from from Bloodborne as well. I had. Yeah, you can you can never just put like. Anything for Bloodborne? The Souls Soul series. The Souls series, yeah. 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 No, but that's that's probably the ones off the top of my head that really come to mind. I'll make you feel a bit better, Joel, because one of mine broke a controller. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So it was when I was playing Mass Effect 3 on PS3, oh. and I was going for my, my Platinum run. So mm-hmm. I was on I was on Insanity, and I was on... Do you, do you have much memory of the last... Mo- like, not the last moment of Mass Effect 3, but like the end chapter? No. On, Vaguely. Okay. So, but we'll get to that in the next question. Oh, okay. Ah, oh, okay. Here we go. Um, but yeah, so basically, it was on. You're on Earth. You're at London. You're fighting to take back a planet from the Reapers. And I was on. I think I was on the rooftop. So I was so close to finishing the fucking game and getting my platinum trophy. And I got caught by. It was like it, it happened multiple times. I'd gotten so close and gotten killed, gotten killed, and gotten killed. At a certain point, I was like, "Is this worth it? Is this platinum trophy worth it? No, one more try." And it, I don't know what it was, but it was a Banshee that got me. Banshees are like the worst enemy yeah. in Mass Effect 3. Just because of their scream oh. and, and phasing and their attacks do so much damage. Either way, it caught me. For some reason, that was the one that that broke me. <laughs> and I just... Obviously, listeners haven't been inside my house. But I was sitting on my couch. And basically, to my left like is like a long gap. Like It goes down past like the dining like cabinet. Yep. To like another intersection for a bedroom. A hallway? No, it's not really a hallway. Okay. It's, it's, it's like, like an o- open. Yeah, it's open, yeah. But okay. like it's like straight, no obstructions. Okay. Because yeah, like the house is like a giant line. It's long. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But um, I it does just, make sense. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm why, picturing a hallway. That's why I tried to avoid a hallway because I'm like, it's not really a hallway. <laughs> it's, it's just an open. It's just a. It's space. It's still the the well, lounge room, but not right. Okay. <laughs> right now, all I'm picturing is like you know when you're you're in the Sims live, and you start building a really big house and you, know you run out of money to like fill the walls in, so it's just a big square. Where, that's yeah, what yeah, my that's, house sort of is. Yeah, pretty <laughs> my much. house is sort of like that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I threw my controller and it flew all the way down the end of the house, bounced off the wall, and I was like, it's probably broken. Yep. Went and grabbed it. It certainly was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just for for the added extra there, like. DualShock 3s aren't cheap. No, 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 they were not. It was they're all, still not. They're still no, not. it was also my really nice uh, gunmetal grey one I got oh, with Last of Us. Yeah, so I, I, I regret that very much. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, the other most frustrating thing I've had happen in a game is actually to go back. It's it is part of the Soulsborne discussion. Yeah, but in particular, it was again going for a platinum trophy in Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. Uh, not so that either of you really gone that far but you, no you, god no dude platinum's a <laughs> pla- I, I am understanding of the fact that I'm not good enough at games to ever achieve a platinum trophy it's in a, anything I, it's a compulsion I've, with the I've got, a, I've got a couple and a couple of them were easy but the, the, the my first ever platinum trophy was was Uncharted Drake's Fortune the very first okay. Uncharted yep. game yep. and that's it's not easy 
No, because like, the crushing ones and that, especially with the fucking with the, the, jet, the jet ski part, the jet ski part, shit. shit. <laughs> yep. Um, any so, part, and I'm crushing it's fucked up. But you yeah. know, nearly any of the uncharted moments when you the jet ski part and any of the parts in the uncharted series when you have the monsters you can just fuck right off. Yep. Yeah, just true. Fuck the up. monsters I'm okay with, but no, yeah. those parts suck. <laughs> But okay. you are wrong, and they suck. They are wrong. You, they suck. It, it just isn't. It isn't what's fun about Uncharted. They're not the best part of them, but I don't hate them. So I, hate, I, do. I don't. Even know. I don't think I hate anything. Like I'm so in the middle about Uncharted. Like I am. I neither despise nor adore that game. It's just kind of like it's a game that exists. I played it. Cool. That's. I, just... I, I love it, and I love it, and I love it even more now that we have Uncharted Four. It was a series that I was like. I remember playing Uncharted 1 going, this is cool, this is a cool little game. But by 2, I was kind of like, okay, I'm kind of getting sucked in. Mm. And 3, I was like, oh. And I'm just going to throw the, I'll throw a word out here that we use way too regularly on the OK Games show. Uh, the ludonarrative dissonance in Uncharted yeah, that's, is that's fair. fucked. It yeah, is. Like, in more so in it than like any other game. And they're so self-aware of it that they actually put a trophy in. I hate, I hate it because being aware, like being self-aware that you're doing something bad does not give you a no, free pass true. to continue it, doing that it bad doesn't, thing. It doesn't absolve you of your guilt. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. No. But look, and I, I totally understand that and I agree with it. But for me, it's like watching an action movie that I really enjoy. And I just, I'd like, you, there are, like, if you look at it, like, if you really deep dive down into, like, an action movie where you're like, oh my god, they just blew up that building. Holy shit, there was, like, people, there, people's work and lives were in there. Like, yeah. that's holy shit. But I, I love Uncharted. It looked cool and it was fun. I love Uncharted. Like, I think the only reason it does become, it becomes tricky because I love Nathan Drake as a character. Yeah. But also he kills so many people. See, I, I think that's my problem. I don't love him as a character. Okay. Fair enough. I, just, okay, I think fair. he's just an arrogant wanker. And he is. It's just, that's true. I can't, he but he get, that gets addressed in the fourth game. It does. It, so does. It, does. Oh, it does. It does. And honestly, the fourth is my favourite yeah. of the series. It is the best one. Um, the just best because one. like, and just, there are that many scenes that give him a little more realism. Like the whole, like him and Elena playing Crash Bandicoot at home. Oh. Just... Warms just, warms the cockles of my frozen video game hating yes. heart. You can put in there just any scene with like Nathan and Elena in Uncharted Four is incredible. Yep. Yes. The performances in that are mind blowingly yep. good. Yep. Far beyond most things I've seen in any video game. Yep. I just so real in a game that's about fucking like you know treasure hunting. Like it's basically Indiana Jones. Exactly. <laughs> like it, but like that, that moment where like Elena comes in and she's like. She sprung him and he's like trying to plan the next oh. step of the, the, the operation and she's like, the fuck are you doing? And he has to try and explain himself. And like, I love that Sam and Sully are just like, sorry man, you're we are We are, she's mad at us. This eight hour fight. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, yeah. It's, and that, that, there's a scene that follows that. It's just incredible. I was like... There is an element of realism in those scenes that just aren't, are just are unparalleled in essentially any game. Yeah. But, it's yeah. a thing that Naughty Dog got better on. Yes. They got really good at it and it's why Absolutely. Last of Us Part 2 should be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway. But right. yeah, so, <laughs> so Bloodborne is a very different game from Uncharted. Yeah. And I was in the in the Chalice Dungeons, which are basically optional post-games that have randomly generated in a way like dungeons with extra content. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a particular one that you need to do for the Platinum Trophy where it's a cursed Chalice Dungeon. Now, a cursed Chalice Dungeon challenges you by locking you at half health mm-hmm. which is fucking bullshit because mm-hmm. right? even in Bloodborne like in Dark Souls you can get a pretty long health bar oh yeah you can just make you can spend a screen but Bloodborne because of how the leveling sort of works you don't get that option and you can gain health back yeah, quite you can. easily yeah, that's so. what they're trying they're, they're banking on you 
like, exactly. more aggressive. Yeah. Then suddenly you go into game. this into this chalice dungeon where you have half your health bar, your total health, and the enemies still do heaps of damage. The boss in that area is called like the Watchdog of the Old Lords. Mm. I think I was fighting him for about an hour. Mm-hmm. God. See, that's me with every Bloodborne boss, so yeah. like, that doesn't seem that bad. <laughs> One hour per attempt. Yeah, okay. You really couldn't get hit more than once, so you would be dodging around and waiting for that opening <sighs> and hoping you'd be like, okay, hit him once. All right, I'm, 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 I'm back. I'm away from you. And he would he, his attacks constantly. He would have attacks that would span the entire map and chase you down. Yep. He had range attacks, AOE attacks, you know, like, I hit you once, it's fine. And it drove me to the edge. I did yeah. it. Yeah, you did. I did yeah, it. Boy. And now I'm like, okay, Bloodborne, on the shelf. On the shelf, never touch it again <laughs> until another three months when I get the hankering to just well, bash, well, bash my head against the wall. Thankfully, with that release schedule, that was like Dark Souls was like a game a year at that yep. point. Yeah. Like it went Dark yep. Souls 2, Bloodborne, Dark Souls 3. Yep. Well, like, you've got the Platinum Trophy in all of those. No, wait, I haven't got Demon's Souls just because it was so grindy and it was yeah. like the world tendency stuff yep. really couldn't be fucked dealing with oh, Demon's Souls though oh. it is so good Demon Souls is a game that I hope gets re- remade or just yeah just a Bring sequel would be fine like, yeah. I don't even necessarily care about a remake just Pie in the Sky Dreams one. get get the yeah. um, who who made the Shadow of the Colossus remake Blue Point Blue, Blue Point. Point get Blue Point to do Demon's that's, Souls that's one of the, that's one of the rumors get them to do every remasters ever because yeah, yeah, they're they good at what they do that's one of the because that would sort of fit in the slot of what they said their next, gonna, their yeah. next one's going to be yeah. something of a much bigger scale which well you know yeah. Demon's Souls so did, re- did recently get switched off for good this time mm-hmm. exactly and that too yeah anyway maybe mm-hmm. and Souls hype is at its highest Yep, because we've been so long since we've had one. Yeah, it's been over like eight months. <laughs> God, <laughs> I'm antsy. I'm, I'm jonesing for a hit. Yeah, yeah. It's okay, Dark Souls remastered in May. We got Shadows Die Twice coming up. We'll see about yeah. E3. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, fuck. Yeah, that was probably the other one. There's probably been so many. A lot of them probably related to platinum trophies, really. Yeah, because you're forcing yourself to see something. Over and over again. Almost, yeah, almost always one challenge in a platinum trophy. One where you're like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. I yeah. don't. All platinum trophy yeah. achievements, as far as I'm concerned. Or trophies, uh, sorry. Watch Dogs 2 is a pretty good one. It's pretty good. <laughs> Shots same, with, uh, same, with, uh, same with the Horizon Zero Dawn. Also a good, good platinum. Got both of those. They're not, very, they're not very difficult ones, but I have them. Yeah. And I, I enjoy I, them. That's more than I've got. And, well, I enjoy them. That, that was the thing about both of those games, is like the platinum run didn't make me go, oh, that part of the game. Like, I just en- I enjoy playing the game so much yeah. that I did everything in it. It's a thing like they got better at. Like I will say that the Dark Souls 3 Platinum is basically see everything. Yeah. See everything in the yeah. game. Like beat all the bosses and you'll sort of get the Platinum as a result. And yeah. there's all the endings as well. But you can cheese that if you want to yeah. with your good old copying your save data yep. for yeah. most of them. There is one you just have to, you have to do a full specific playthrough for though. But um, yeah, those are probably two of the biggest ones for me. Yeah. Josh. I mean, I have a rage story, but like I hate telling it because it's not a rage inducing game or anything that's like super hard to do that just that you know is a is an accomplishment it was just playing song of the deep like, oh, like that, okay. that weird game that GameStop published yeah, you played this I, game, yeah. I played a bit of it Metroid and... underwater Metroidvania and I gave up on it there was this one part where I just I kept I can't even remember what it was I think it was one of those ones where the jets would like push you back like the the fans are pushing you back and you have to try and get through these like clamping down for some reason underwater just crushing devices yeah and I reckon I tried for about a good hour one day and I just kept dying at that part to the point where I didn't throw the controller I just slammed it on the table so hard that it just shattered into like three pieces 
Um, and then I never went back to that game ever. And I think it's awful. I think it's a bad game. <laughs> and it was... game retailers should not publish <laughs> video games uh, ever. That, that it was, was just it was a fucking crappy shade of a game. Who fucking made it? It was someone good. It was it someone was like, good. I want it. I was getting more rational. I want to say um, was it Insomniac? Insomniac. Insomniac. It was I Insomniac. Think it's Insomniac. Yep. Which Insomniac is, developed. Which is why it was also because I, I convinced myself for so long. Like, no, this yep. game's good. Yeah, yep. it's good. Submarine no. based Metroidvania. Mm. Sounds great. Right, I'm about <laughs> that cool shit. Like, you know. So that's the only time it's ever been rage induced quitting. I think because I'm generally quite a patient person. Like, yeah, I don't fine. get overwhelmed with things. Like, obviously, with the exception of Hearthstone and competitive games, where like I was rank X and now I'm rank Y. Because of a dumb thing that happens. Oh yeah, Overwatch yeah. in its entirety. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's, that's almost why you play those games. But that's anyway. exactly yeah. why you play those games because the lows are so low, but the highs are so goddamn high. Mm. But no, look. I, in terms of games that have just frustration for almost no reason, like honestly, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Right. Yes. I and like it was our okay. game of the year, 2018. Mm-hmm. Not because I agreed with that, but because I understand it's. I understand why it's as incredible as yeah, it is. We, we all agree what game of the year. Oh, Persona Five. Yeah, Persona Five. By a by a absolutely country <laughs> mile. Also, I don't know how long that is, but I'm assuming it's a long way. But also, do you also kind of? I felt like you were kind of making some concessions from the year before when you made Stardew Valley. A little stuff. bit. A little <laughs> bit. You know, that's not fair. Stardew everyone needs stuff. everyone needs a win. Yeah, exactly. But more the fact that like everything David said about it, I couldn't counter. Yeah, he yeah. made good arguments. It was. And there were parts like I think more people will enjoy Breath of the Wild than they would Persona Five. Absolutely, no, it is not my game of the year, but whatever. Yeah, I got Pyre in there, and really, the end of the day, that's <laughs> what I was really after. Um, but no, Breath of the Wild, I just became. It was, and I think this is a this is a, a reflection of my age and the time I'm at with video games, right. where I don't have exploration time okay when my when my time with video games is as limited as it is and like i'm like and it's my own fault like i do a lot of things like i'm (laughs) you know i I write and i make music and i I run a business and i work full time and i play games it's like that some concessions have to be made of course and open world games are those concessions where i get no direction and it got to the point like i played i probably put 20 hours into breath of the wild i beat one or two guardians and then it just got to the point where I didn't necessarily have a goal in mind, and I just thought, fuck it, I'm done. And then a couple of weeks later, or a couple of months later, started up again, it was like post-game of the year, I was like, I've got to get back into this. Yep. I probably put six hours into it again, and I was like, fuck it, I'm done. I am done with this game, I'm too yeah. frustrated with, I, I don't know where to go, I have too many options, do I want to do this, do I want to do that, do I want to do this, where do I fucking go, just give me some kind of direction, I quit. And... It was just Fair enough. I just I just gave up on it and yeah. and will not go back to it. I don't think. Yeah. That's the thing too. Unless you're like, unless you're like you know reviewing it or something like that. There's no if you're not jelly with the game, don't go back to it. That's exactly right. I said Pyre. I had the same thing. I was like, I'm not I'm not yep. getting into this. Yep. I just I'm not. The, the, there was too much in between time between the game. Yeah. And it wasn't engaging me enough. I appreciate what I was trying to do. Yep. And I did appreciate the story, I guess, to an extent. But it just I didn't drive me enough to make me go. And Pyre is so character driven that if you don't if you don't pick a favourite character and start rooting for them, yeah. It's so, so hard. And I'm I'm one of those yeah. people that I'm a sucker for anguish, I suppose. Like yeah. putting like I will willfully watch uh The I Last Airbender 
every single year because at the end of it, I go to bed for three days. I have the most crippling depression in existence yep. because it's over. Like, I'm a sucker for that. So I, I love that kind of stuff too. I, I like watching stuff where I actually get to feel something. Yes. Or play where I feel something. Absolutely. I like putting myself in that situation. I love that, that, that feeling. And there's a word for it in Japanese, just like the, the, the longing... Like the the depressed longing after something you love has gone. So yep. whether it be books or TV shows, like finishing a good book series and just being like, "Fuck me, those characters are now gone from my life. How do I how do I function?" That was me with all of the pie characters. So having to yeah. send one of them away at the like at the end of the retribution right liberation rights and having this massive connection and not wanting them to go but knowing yeah. it's for their own good, it was it was turmoil every single time. So that was that was pie's jumping for me. Yeah. Um. Is anything else like? I was yeah. like, you brought up Zelda, like it reminded me of Twilight Princess. <laughs> just a random fucking thing at the start of that game. Mm-hmm. The, the, when you have to catch that fish in a cat at the start of a game. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. the motion controls were not no. great. Not great. No. I, I spent way longer there than I ever want to admit. Yep. Just because I couldn't get the fucking thing to work. Yep. yep. Fuck. Not thing. Um, and what the only yeah. other one? And this is one I hate to admit. I mean, I did go back to it, so I did finish it eventually, but The Last Guardian. And it was more of a... Less of a frustration and more of a disappointment. I think more so than anything. Like, I love Team Ico games. Like, Ico, say what you fucking will about it, but I think it is one of... For for its time, I think it's fucking revolutionary. Shadow of the Colossus is, without a doubt, one of the most beautiful games ever made, whether it be in gameplay mechanics, setting visual design music whatever it is it is it is in my eyes besides the witness the best game ever made yep um and i waited 13 years for the last guardian to come out and it came out and i played it and it was just good see i i i got frustrated with it as well but for different reasons i just was playing on a regular ps4 pro and i'm not normally the person that's like no the graphics are shit but it was just the lag the graphics were shit frame rate <laughs> were just yeah. not good and it was impacting on me actually enjoying yep. the story because I kind of wanted to see where it went but yep. I couldn't I, yep. really, I really like its ending <laughs> and that's what I mean I, was like, I, I wanted to see the ending I wanted to but I just I think I, I think good. now like going back to it, maybe it was just the point in my life like I'd just gone through a massive breakup when it came out so it was just like I wasn't necessarily in the mood to do things yeah. for, to, or to, to, to do things that weren't I wasn't enjoying 100%. I was exactly. like, I have spent the last six months like ruining my fucking life. I just want to, I just want to do things that I have an endless amount of fun with and that I don't have the time for frustration or disappointment or anything yeah. like that. I was, I was, I was doing my eat, pray, love. Yeah. And, <laughs> and Last Guardian just, I it was just, the, it was just disappointing yeah. for yeah. me. And so I yeah. got to the point where I just became so frustrated with it that I just put it down and didn't go back to it for probably about six months. And then went back to it. I played it through in about three sittings and I over the course of a long weekend and fit it, put it down. I was like, that was a good game. I am glad that exists. Okay. And it was just like a time and place sort of thing. But yeah, yeah but Breath of the Wild, I'm not going back to ever. So I, I can completely understand The Last Guardian and why people... Like it's, it's such a weird thing to think about when that came out. I had just also played that Final Fantasy fifteen, yep. yep. which took just about as long. I still remember a tweet out. from you saying, yeah. like, I can't believe I live in a world where I own both Final Fantasy fifteen and The Last Guardian. Like, and at, that time, we were, at yeah. that time, we were like four or five months out from Persona Five as yeah. well. Like yeah. it was, it was yeah. insane. I still, I still don't believe I've played both of those games now. Yep. But like, as much as I love Last Guardian, it is like it is rougher of the two. Oh yeah. I definitely, in retrospect, like I think I picked Last Guardian as my game of the year. I think you did. If I could go back in time, I would probably maybe yep. not give it to that. Yeah. But um, yeah, like just for little moments, like Trico not doing what you want Trico to do. It's like, hey mate, just do do this. 
Okay, I guess I'll just and I'll, then, I'll wait for you. Their, justif- their justification for that made sense. It's like, I know well, it's, it's a living animal. Yeah. It's always going to do what you want yeah. it to do, and, I, and that's fair. But, but also, it's AI. Yeah, <laughs> there's a there's a time and place for ludo narrative resonance, um, <laughs> and there are time and uh, there's a time and place to just let me control the giant bird dog. Yeah, like yeah. I just let me have fun with the game. Absolutely, yeah. yes, and don't don't put. Don't let the biggest puzzle in the game be how to control this this giant creature. That not, yeah, that's not fun. And yeah. that's and I wonder if that's sort of the thing with like Ico games because uh, my housemate was replaying the Shadow of the Colossus mm-hmm. remake, and there were just some parts where he was just getting frustrated as yeah. hell with the controls. And there's and... there's elements surrounding that as well that come from the same that stem from the same point where Wanda, the character you play in Shadow of the Colossus, is not he's not a warrior. Yeah, exactly. He is he is for all intents and purposes he is a shaman student. Right. He's never wielded a sword before. He's never ridden a horse before. He's never been in this situation before. So it makes sense for him to struggle with the yeah. horse. But where does that justification end and it just be poor gameplay? Mechanics? Yeah, exactly. Like, there's, there has to be a... It's, it's, it, you guys were talking about that kind of this week on your show. Yeah, replay, with, which... With, yeah. Oh, no, with Far Cry. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. When David brought up that article on Kotaku about Far Cry 2 and like taking away... like uh, Breaking people's expectations for a game yep. and... and and creating mayhem. Exactly, yeah. Things getting out of control, yeah. Exactly. And, and also, it's actually really interesting. To malaria. <laughs> yes, or the guns jamming and exactly. all that sort of you stuff. You know, like, like, you know, taking control away. Like why Far Cry 2 is the best besides Blood Dragon. Blood Dragon is so Blood good. Dragon is like, so good. So good. So fucking good. Um, cool. Anyone else going to Nah. Nah? Nah, that's, that's all I can scrape from my memory. It takes, a, it takes a lot for me to get so frustrated with the game that and I just, I stop. I'm, I'm too patient when it comes to that sort of stuff. I think I used to get a lot more frustrated until I finish Bloodborne. And so I once you've done that, you can accomplish it. And anything. I was like, I can play hard yeah. games now, and I know yeah. it's going to be okay. But when you finish a, like, a From Software game, you're kind of like, oh, well, that was probably yeah. as bad as it'll get, really. Because yeah. like, <laughs> a, a bard, I think maybe two or three bosses, I soloed all of them. Yeah. And I, that, that for me, I was like, fuck yeah, I did that. Yeah. I did that. Even like Brendan, your housemate, Kyra, like he, I, I said that about uh, Abritus. You soloed like, Abritus. And uh, I soloed Abritus. Abrit- Cheesed it. 100% cheesed it. Hey, but in From Software games, that's a legitimate that's a, that's strategy. Okay. strategy. That's absolutely Because okay. they cheese you. I managed to get underneath her a couple of times and just mm-hmm. fucking just went to town. And yeah, solid Breeders. And I, and I, I offhandedly mentioned it to, to Brennan and he was like, wait, you, you beat a Breeders? I was like, yeah, did you summon anyone? I was like, no, I did it myself. Abritus like, is like, fuck dude. And I was like, oh, there's this like little moment of pride for myself in there. I was like, she's like the optional Brennan. hard boss in Bloodborne. Yeah. She's the Emerald Sword. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's not in, like she's even told that you can actually be. <laughs> Joel, you haven't. How much of old hunters have you played? None. Remember? Uh, me either. Because I tried I playing own it. it. Yeah, I own it too. Uh, I tried playing it. Let's have a Bloodborne got... party. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. I want uh, you to see Maria and like Orphan of Course. I purposely haven't watched anything to do with it just for that reason. It, but I saw them in speedruns, but that's just because I love. There's no, there is no speedrunning community better than the Soulsborne community. Yes, they just got, they've got the best runners Freaks. in it, and they're so funny. I haven't actually because the schedule went up for the next GDQ. I'm not sure what oh, Souls did it. Game. Well, not the oh. schedule, but like the games list. Oh, games. okay, okay. But that's the that's the reason. Does it have the runners? Well, I can't remember. Okay, cool. But I need to I need to look I it up. I'm, I'm excited for the Celeste ones. That's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, yeah there are some. Yeah, yeah. I think there's like maybe two Celeste ones. Oh yeah. boy, I can't wait yeah, to... I'm pretty sure um, Half Coordinated was going to try and do that. Like the guy who does one-handed yes. speedruns. Fuck yes. Because yes. he's just like, oh yeah. Well, thank you, Brock, for your question. It Thanks, was wonderful. Fantastic. Uh, even if you were trolling me to try and get me to bring up painful memories. Bates. Um, you were baited. <laughs> I was, 100%. Uh, and our last question comes from... 
the one, the only, the man himself, Mr. Sean Kirkpatrick, which by this time next week will be a married man. Oh, yes, he yeah. will be. Going to his wedding next weekend, so that's exciting. Um, he's a legend. He's done all our graphic design work for us. He's drawn some amazing pictures of us. He's been an amazing supporter of us from pretty much day one. Um, and yeah, we love him to death. I threw axes with him last weekend for his Bucks party. It was that looked great. so cool. It was so much fun. I'm infinitely jealous. Sorry, it was so much fun that we had dinner at a Viking restaurant. It was great. Um, but Sean asks us, what's a game that everyone has loved, but you just haven't been able to get into? Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, I was gonna, I... that's mine. Like, I mean, there are others that I could, but that's the one that you reminded me of before as well. Yeah. Yeah. I really can't. I'm trying to think of a game that I've. I'm trying to think of a more recent one. Yeah. That I've that I've played. Most RTSs for me as well. I just RTS doesn't. That's really, with that's me. a genre thing. Though. I know. Like we had that question. I think Sean asked that question. Like, what genre of game is is the thing that you don't really find you get into? But most RTS games, I just I can't. I can't. Yeah, so, yeah. that's fair. They're they're very very particular. Not not really a particular sort of person. Yeah. But you have to be into well, strategy for starters. Exactly. Yeah. And also on PC because. you've got to be ready to play an RTS game there's no just like I don't think anybody in their life has ever gone oh god I cannot wait to get home to play the latest to sit up in my chair and be super focused on the latest strategy game yeah like that's that's just it's it's a thing we have like I've got a spare afternoon I've got a friend that wants to play yeah it's like let's sit down and do this like I I want to get home and I just want to go beat the shit out of some griffins in the witcher yeah exactly that's another one too the witcher Witcher 3, I tried playing it and I just got so overwhelmed and I just, I get why people like it and I want to be able to get into it, but I got so overwhelmed by everything. The, it's, it's a blessing and a curse, I guess, from my perspective for, for City Project Red of them going, look at how much detail, look at how in-depth our side quests are. And I was like, I am inundated with shit to do yep. and I don't feel comfortable with it. Yep. <laughs> like, and that, I, I just couldn't get into it. But at least it gave you a main story path. I yeah. suppose which yeah, like, you true. could just follow through that if you yeah. wanted and I do think like there are certain quests from that game whether they be side or main that we will still be talking about in a decade right. like the Bloody Baron quest chain is just Bloody Baron? Yeah. Red Baron Red... Oh. Bloody Baron is from Harry Potter um, it was something Baron something there yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, the important thing is that quest that quest chain was oh, fucking God. phenomenal um, but I'm really glad that you said, a, that you said a, a popular game that everybody likes because like Mike 2 a Red Dead Redemption Fair enough. And the entire Mass Effect series. Yeah, okay, fair. I right. just can't... I, they don't click with me. And I think I might have just missed the boat on Red Dead right. Redemption. Yeah. Because I, like, it, is, it is aged, and I'm not going to go back and play that game now. That's not something that's going to happen. I will buy number two. I was going to say, you're going to play two. I will buy yeah. number two, and I will play it because like the hype for everyone else, I need to see what it's about. Yeah. Mass Effect, though... And like any any fans or friends that I have made whilst being on this episode, I'm about to lose because I honestly think Mass Effect is the most overrated series in video games. Wow! Just because uh, hell, I might even lose Kyron as a friend here. Uh, but I just it, it, uh, look. Mass Effect One is okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mass Effect Three is garbage, and I hate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I liked it up is garbage, and I liked it up until the end. It's let's I say I, fun game. I was able to put up with one through till the end. Yep. I couldn't do that with two. Two, so for me, I guess it really sort of depends what you want out of it. For me, I liked two more because I was like, look, you're a third-person shooter now. That's, I guess that's fine. You're a cover shooter with, like, dialogue. And RPG and mechanics. Yeah. And I just, like, I I don't know why. I can't put into words why they just don't gel with me yeah. at all. Because I love sci-fi. 
I love almost I love character building games. I love the the narrative games. I love like, I like shooting games for all intents and purposes. And Bioware games. I love Bioware Do you like games. Dragon Age? I love Dragon Age. Dragon yeah. Age. Oh, the first one is my favorite Bioware. Second game. Dragon Age. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. No, like yeah. No, I, I like the first one better than two, and I like them both better than Inquisition. <laughs> but that's a whole other thing. Um, yeah, just the Mass Effect games. I have never sat... They are check in every single box as far as yeah. I'm concerned for what I need out of a game. Yeah. And they're just not my kind of game. And right. I don't, I don't know why. Well, see, like, I never played one. I, no. I jumped into it with two because when I only had a PlayStation mm-hmm. and two came out for the PlayStation. Yeah. So I did like the motion comic thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like picking my choices from the first game. I was like, I don't really know what's going on. <laughs> but like starting two and like... The, just the whole concept of like it being this suicide mission and you knowing from the get-go that this is a suicide mission to the point that the last mission is called the suicide mission. So that's the thing. Like even if like if I thought about Mass Effect 2 without the suicide mission, it probably wouldn't mean much to that's me. Very but true. suicide mission is where it all comes together where it's like, hey, yeah. this team that you've built, pick their roles. And like if you pick wrong, they they can die. Yeah. They're gone. They're You're gone. like, Jesus they Christ. Audi. And it's yeah, it's it's stressful and it's I yeah. But like I the rest of the game is like it's good, but it is a suicide mission where it all comes together for me. I think, and, yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's my sort of because because that's you're not the only person who says that. Like every yeah. every sort of yeah, you know, you've got to play it for the last part. Yeah, but it's and also it's tough selling on and joining the other thirty hours. That's exactly right. Exactly. And it's coming back to the back coming back to the episodic side of the things. Like you don't judge a full episode episodic game by the first episode. Yeah, but I'm also not going to sit through. Like, someone's like, oh, you've got to watch this show. Season 9 is insane. <laughs> First data, they're all right. But season 9, it's like, I'm not going to watch eight seasons of and average television to get one season of really good... Like, that's not a thing I'm going to do. No. And it's like, too, if you ask them, it's like, oh, can I just jump in and season? Oh, no, you need to watch... You need to watch all of them. Like, oh, it's so important. Fuck. Like, well, I don't care. I, yeah, 100%. Like... Mine's feel, like, mine feels really shallow. I don't know why. Like, it's like Crash Bandicoot, I just never... Well, you also uh, have The Witcher, and The Witcher is a good one to bring up. The Witcher is, is a good one to bring up. Because game. It, is like, it is widely just seen as... It's like The Last of Us. It's just accepted as a good game. Yep. You don't, don't... If you like video games, you'd like The Witcher, and you like The Last of Us. And that's why I'm not, like, you know, saying, like, oh, Witcher 3 is a bad game. Because I, I, I totally mm-hmm. get it. I get it. I just, it's my I, breath of the wild. I, yeah, and I want, I want to be able to get back into it. I feel like I should maybe try and revisit it. I just don't have time for it. Blood and wine expansion, hold uh, that. That stuff is like, yeah, blood and wine, especially is the one that I, I mean, want to look at. But if you ever want to try it, like because I bought the game of the year edition yeah, recently, nice. and um, it actually has an option if you because it comes with the DLC on there, you can pick to just play a character for blood and wine. Okay, if, if it's like a pre-built, yeah, thing, yeah, like a pre-built yeah. character, you can just do that DLC if you want. Because, I mean, that is... Honestly, that's what I've heard as well. I haven't gotten to the DLC yet because... It's good. It, like, Hearts of Stone's alright. Like, it's, yeah. it's it's as good as the main game. From what I've heard, but like, then, Blood and Wine is, like, another Witcher like game. Like, Blood and Wine, <laughs> like, at the 2017 Game Awards... 2017? 2018. No, 20, no 2016 it came out. Yeah. Um, like, it won Best Action Game. Like, it beat out some very right, deserving games. Yeah, it would have been against Bloodborne. It was, it was against Bloodborne. It was against... Uh, uh, a whole bunch of other games. And like it won, and I like I loved Bloodborne. I was like, it deserves that. Yeah. It was a great action game. And I'm I'm wondering, I'm I'm hoping that I can get over this this the way that I feel about CD Projekt Red's games for Cyberpunk. I'm curious. Because I yeah, I am as well. Because 
the setting is more more interesting to me personally. Absolutely, just because I'm I'm more sci-fi than fantasy. We know you, you, you hate fantasy. It's okay. No, I can't. I hate fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fantasy. I've heard that. Actually. He hates, yeah, he hates yeah, all yeah, exactly. He hates fantasy. No, it's, it's, it's a very well-known fact. Mm-hmm. I hate Crash Bandicoot and I hate fantasy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, those two do tie in together quite exactly. well. Yeah, so absolutely. generally, Crash, it's accepted. If you a well-renowned fantasy yeah. genre it's, game. Yeah, yeah. Every time I feel I feel like I'm letting Connor down though. Every time he talks about how much he loves uh, Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, but Connor loves everything. <laughs> so he, like... speaks, he speaks about Crash Bandicoot with just the, the enthusiasm of just yeah. someone who loves it so much. Better. Doesn't matter, we're getting Spyro this year. Spyro, Never played it, so I'm excited it, for that. Better but, than Crash, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, like, <laughs> I'm interested I, I'm, I'm interested to see whether I, I, like Cyberpunk will get its hooks in me and whether I'll be able to overcome the overwhelming nature of a City Project Red game. I mean, I feel like it's going to be... It'll be as big as Witcher. I'm just curious to see. I'm so curious about that game. Like, I hope it's going to be. Because same way we were talking before about TV shows and books that you just want to have as fallback. Yeah. That is CD Projekt Red game. It took me like 18 months to beat The Witcher 3. Yeah. Just because whenever I was sick of playing a game, I would go back to The Witcher. Maybe that's the way I need to look at it is like, I know I'm not going to finish this in one, like one two month block or I'm going to come back to it. That's something that that I really enjoyed figuring out with some video games where you're like I'm not going to finish you immediately I'm just going to Persona 5 yeah Persona 5 Persona took me like yeah. a full month or two to finish yeah. and I got what I wanted out of Persona 5 once I saw the ending and like even then I beat it in like like 20 hours less than like you and Lauren and, yeah, and I, I think like you guys were all over okay. 100 hours yeah. Yeah. mine was 110 on the dot yeah mine, mine was like 120 mine was like 88 hours and that was enough for me like yeah. that was it was perfect and it was I'd stopped playing to beat the game and instead just played to enjoy it and pass time yeah. and eventually I got to the end and it got to the point where like where I knew I was like right at the end I knew I was like a couple of hours away like Joker had just been captured yeah. and it was just like okay, we're coming to the final act here. And then it, that was when it was like four days, just woke up, played Persona, went to work, got home, played Persona, went to bed, woke up, played Persona. That's when it became when, my life. When that part happens, you're like, no, I have to know. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. have to see the rest of this game out that, now. Yep. And the game's like, that's why I went to bed at 7am. Yep. Because I got to that point and I'm like, I'm in it now, I'm going to finish it. In the rabbit hole. Bring me some nuggets. And then I got, <laughs> and then be I got killed by the final boss like he after me 40 minutes. And then I was like, well, just, it's six thirty. You're gonna keep going though. The final boss in Persona Five got me a couple of times just because I got cocky. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, he has that attack when he charges up. Yep. And I'm like, no, I can survive. I've this got here. one more time. Yeah. And he just goes, no, nah, you're dead. Yeah, like, absolutely. Fair enough. Mine was, yeah. mine was he wiped me out because so I used a all out like an all attack like a hit all mm-hmm. points oh. attack and they auto like they well, auto counter well, yeah yeah is. exactly and like just knocked out Joker in one hit. Yeah. I was like, well, shit, that was my <laughs> own dumb fault. Yep. But it is six thirty in the morning. So, like, yeah. Is, yeah. Although that was also the boss fight that really made me appreciate Futaba. Oh, because I because yes. I matched her, her social encounter. Yep. Yep. Thank yes. you. That was. Thank you. I, do, I don't know how anybody could beat that game without maxing no. her social no. link. Absolutely, max her. Necessary. Like, crucial, yeah. For those shields and the switching out. Oh, oh just yeah. Holy shit. Holy shit. Yeah. We'll, 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 we'll get the. Uh, we'll, we should get the band together back together again one day for episode five. God, I miss Persona so much. Let's do it. That's why I'm I'm living vicariously through anime two episodes in, but it just makes me want to play the game again. Yeah, so badly. Because, like, it's cool seeing the story play out, but I'm like, I just... That... You can press, like, 40 minutes of story there. I want the two hours that was Yeah, give me... Yeah, yeah. Let's just blow this out, guys. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. Thank you very much, though, Sean, for your question. That was a good time. Anyone else got any more... Nah, no. Yeah. Like, okay. probably, but... Yeah, I know. It's 
hard when you say I try that. not to dwell on the ones I don't like That's too much fair, because like... there's that much negativity. Like my mate asked me the other day why I like like I was talking about how excited I am for E3 and he's like, What do you want out of E3? Like, why are you so hyped for it? And it's kinda like it's the only time of the year where you can block out the bullshit in the industry. And like, sure, yep. there are still people complaining about video games on Twitter. But there's also, like, for every one person who's bitching about something, there's 400 people who are fucking stoked Absolutely. about something. And it's just, it's the only time where it's okay for hype to get the better of yeah. it. Yeah, I, I, 100%. So it's flashy, it's all, it's big, but, like, you're so ready for it, you're so okay with it. And it's all week off work. For E3, like, I used to I used to be excited on the inside. Because like, I, I used to, when I used to write for the now defunct website, um, VG Zero I used to be excited on the inside but on the outside I'm like I've got to be cynical right that's how that's how E3 is it wasn't until that game trailers happened where yeah. it was a reveal of Shenmue 3 that is my favourite video on the yes. fucking internet and he just like he just like picks up the chair yeah. and he just doesn't yep. know what to do with it's it amazing. it's amazing like, he's like standing up on the chair yeah. and yeah. Huber's crying that's like, why like, EZL it's okay yeah. it's like, okay to be excited about video games so good EZL so has that's why last year when when the Metroid Prime Four reveal happened, yeah, we were on party chat too, was, and it was the, the only thing that we were on party chat for. Was like Broad happened to offhandedly said, "Hey, do you guys want to jump on party chat while we watch the direct?" Yeah, sick. Oh. I'm like, "Yeah, cool." We jumped on, and then like we saw it like pull out, and we heard like, and Broad's like, "Fuck," and right. I was like, "Oh my god!" And Kyra was silent, yeah. <laughs> and we're just like. Oh god! And was, then like the four, and then like the music played in the background, and mm-hmm. then Kyra was like, "Yes,", yes. I, I believe you was like. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And we're just like, oh my god, Kyron Kyron's like, mm-hmm. it took forever. This to is a thing. <laughs> it, like, took... just processing it. And then, like, especially because after the show, they were like, oh yeah, here's this Metro coming to 3DS as well. It's like, okay. What? We <laughs> yeah. went We went so long without anything. Without anything. Why are you giving us two? But see, no, that was me for Shadow of the Colossus, not last year, but the year before. Yeah. Uh, like when they first, when they first announced that it was yeah. happening for PS4, literally like, like okay. the like the cloud of smoke kind of drifts in and you see a footprint and I'm just like I'm sitting back it was like 4 o'clock in the morning you see this fucking footprint step in and it was brown and I was like Shadow of the Colossus <laughs> and I was like what? and I was like it's Shadow of the Colossus 40 seconds later Shadow of the Colossus and I was like just stood up walked outside and had a cigarette and was just like yep I knew <gasps> I love those I would, moments I would love to just do an episode just going over E3's most bombastic shit like when they first revealed God of War with the choir, and was just Fuck. like, "What is this? What is this show? Is yeah. this fucking Actually, game?" I, Corey was on um, the Gamescast with Greg Miller. He mm-hmm. did an interview with him about that, and they were talking about how they decided to oh do that. God. And he was like, "Yeah, well, why don't we just do like this choir? Let's go." Because they out. opened with that, didn't yes. they? Yeah, and because yeah. it started, and everyone was like, "What the fuck?" It was like unsettling this like choir, and then I was like, "What the fuck?" And then like you see, and you're like. Yeah. Oh my god! It was one of those rare things as well because I do remember after after the reveal, I remembered that that God of War stuff leaked. Yeah, like it's yeah. like yeah, God of War is going to be Norse this time. It's just like, but when that was happening, it wasn't even in my mind. It was not that in and the forefront. It's just yeah. like oh, it's fucking God of War. Yeah, and I wish I wish leaks weren't a thing. I know. Yeah, yeah exactly. like they just Same. ruined so much. I agree. No, I think my favourite of all my all moments was Hideo Kojima walking down the path of light. Oh, fucking brilliant. And just like and just the I'm fucking back. standing <laughs> ovation that he received and then just hitting the microphone and I'm back. And it's just like, oh, like yes, I could have fucking bowled my eyes out. Yeah, I was just that was fucking awesome. That was a big I, one as well because he was he was free. He's, yeah, he was yeah. he was with Sony. And it was, it's it, just away and from the fact that they gave him this giant like 
grandiose like, <laughs> they the gave him the entrance state. he deserved exactly and all he had to do was walk at the same speed of the light I know. and he just walked too fast like, <laughs> like, come on come on slow down Stop. for once I in your life do thing normal do something even normal, he was probably excited yeah. Like, yes. he's like yeah, yeah. I'm here no, probably the, the one big exciting one that I had from recent memory was Bayonetta 3 oh yeah I fucking that good. lost even my though, that, was game, that was Game Awards that Game Awards yeah. they were like oh Bayonetta 1 and 2 coming to the Switch I'm like sweet awesome and then Reggie's like you didn't think that's all we bought here for I'm like huh Huh? At that point, I was like, "Bayonetta 3. I, I was, I was still not ready to believe. And then, like, I, like the, the trailer starts, and then I saw like all the witch stuff, and I'm like, oh, I, I, "I had bruises on my thighs. I punched them. I'm so excited." It's so exciting. Uh, the games are great. We're so close oh, yeah. to E3. I can't wait to be excited. We again. said we were going to do like get to like do do much E3 talk before. It's looming and it's hard to avoid. It's hard, yeah. <laughs> I say we've got we've got all our plans set up. Like we're doing live reaction videos, and yes. shit like that. So we're going to live stream like us watching it. And all I'm, that I think I'm going to come up and maybe watch it with you. Like I'm going to try and take some time off work and come, do it. And, yeah, come and watch it with you. Like, well, they've started like, releasing the uh, the schedules now, so we know what oh, days, what right. days and times the press conferences are. And so far, they're not all awful. Like there's one at four a.m. Okay. I think Ubisoft is 4 a.m. The others are like 6 a.m. and 2, like, 2 in the afternoon. Like yep. they're okay. reasonable times. Reasonable I mean, time. PC gaming show will just throw it all in fucking disarray by being just like 3 a.m. But and go for eight hours. Also, <laughs> PC gaming show is the biggest waste of time in yep, true. history. True. But never, uh, never forget that first one I did that went for like six hours. So dumb. And was just meandering. Yeah. So dumb. <laughs> now I'm just hyped for the uh, the developed digital. Yep. That one. Yep. Um, uh, anyway, but yes, thank you, Sean. For your question, you're a lovely person. We love you so much. Thanks for letting us tangent. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Tangents on tangents. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's what we do here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's about it. It's a, it's a wrap. That's a, that's a... Stick a bow in it. Put a fork in it. I want to put a fork you're in it. You're so uncomfortable with the put it's, a fork in it. I'm not thing. putting a fork in audio. <laughs> oh, that's actually a good point. I didn't think of that. I was thinking of like a, like a metaphor. Anyway, Kyron, we're trying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, once again, we'd like to thank you all for listening to this week's episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. We do appreciate it. If you would like to keep up with us on the social medias, you can find us both on Facebook and Twitter. If you just search for Dialogue Options, you can shoot us an email over to dialogueoptions at gmail.com. Uh, alternatively, whatever podcast platform you listen to us on or whatever, chuck us some likes, shares, reviews, scrubbles, anything that... Give anything, some scrubbles. <laughs> anything that helps is much appreciated. As for our individual accounts, you can find me on Twitter at MonomanX, where I think I don't even know what I've been tweeting about this week. It's just been heaps of retweets. I've been Slack. I've been Slack. I'm gonna have to open my feed. I, I think yeah. I tweeted about my disappointment of um, Telltale. Oh, actually, no, I did find out that an anime I've been excited for is on Netflix, oh. which is uh, Violet Evergarden. Okay, I put that on my list today. Yes, yes, I watched the first episode. I've been warned it's gonna it's gonna probably ruin me, so I'm excited for that. Looking awesome. forward to I like it. it. Can't wait to have my emotions shattered again. Thanks, thanks, anime. Yeah, for just doing that. But apart from that, where can they find you, Joel? Uh, you can find me at Jolly Mac. Where uh, the last thing I, I retweeted uh, this morning was apparently because it's all already out there because the reviews are out. Uh, the God of War trophy list is around. If you care about spoilers, do not look. It should be common sense. Anyway, it is. But apparently, it's like spoilerific. I bet. It is. Um. So yeah, if you're playing and playing God of War, you want to go in f- like relatively blind. Don't look at the tro- trophy list. I haven't listened um, to what I haven't checked the list out completely of it, but I would probably just say also avoid the soundtrack, which went up on Spotify yeah, the other day. Yeah. I only, I only have the main yeah. theme just because it's so good. Yeah. Um. But that's about it. But Josh. Uh, on, on Twitter, I am at Josh Enor, E-N-N-O-R. Um, 
I honestly don't use Twitter a whole bunch. I kind of just retweet pictures of dogs and, and wholesome comics. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I feel that. It's a, good use, it's a good use of Twitter. Yeah. Recently, I've also gotten, gotten overly excited about the Splendor in the Grass lineup. Holy shit! Because like, if you picked 20 of my favorite bands right now, like all 20 of them are on that lineup, and it's kind of like... And the worst part is that most of them are only Australian shows at yep. Splendor. Yep. Like Girl Talk, which yep. I don't fucking die to yep. see again. And it's kind of like, like, it was just like... Socially anxious guy gets way too excited about a festival he's not going to attend because he just can't do that many people in one place. Yep. Um, but I'll enjoy listening to it on my radio. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, at my definitely. home. Uh, yeah, and you can find all my stuff to do with uh, the professional side of things yeah. uh, at slash underscore hashtag OKGamesAUS or www.okgames.com.au. We also have a podcast. It's awesome. It's very I love good. it. It's really good. I watch it every week. I won't be on it for a couple of weeks. Yeah. But by all means, like Lauren, David, and Cotter, who are yeah. my uh, my co-hosts. Are, yes, that's uh, right. Hashtag let Cotter host. A reasonably <laughs> terrified. Is he going to get the host? I, don't know. I actually don't know who's going to be hosting. I, 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 we, we're trying to. I, I haven't tried to get that uh, that hashtag trending yet. We'll have to tune in on Tuesday and see what happens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> see what happens. Well, I mean, like, so of the four shows that we have, like we have the OK Game Show, we have Replay, Filthy Casuals, and the Hit List. There's only been one episode that I have not hosted. Right. Well, one episode that I haven't been on. So 179 episodes I have hosted and been on 178 of them. Which is why I was so excited about this, to have an episode where I didn't have to do the intro, didn't have to host, didn't have to direct the conversation. So excited, but like they're terrified of... of (laughs) How they're going to do without me. I know that they're going to do phenomenally yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely. But they are terrified. So yeah. by all means, jump on. Uh, we live stream it on Twitch every Tuesday night. Twitch.tv slash OKGamesAUS. Um, go send them some love because they, they might need it real bad. Yeah, I'll be there this week. I'm, I don't think I'm working Tuesday night, so I'll be there. I might be there just to heckle. <laughs> I think I'm just going to make a fake account and just throw abuse. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll see. Awesome. So, yeah, because awesome. waste the waste of time. I want to I want to spend playing video games by watching the podcast that I would normally be on. Exactly. We can you can um, play video games while you're doing it. Have them true. Exactly. And have my laptop next to me. Exactly. And be like you guys, are fucking idiots. You don't even know what you're talking about. That's how I watch it. Call of Duty, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um. Yeah. Uh. But thanks, Josh, for coming on the yeah, show. Thank you so, so much for having fun. me, guys. Fun. Thanks for letting us record at your house. Yes. Not a problem whatsoever. <laughs> it is always open when, because uh, I know you guys, where you normally record in person has a baby present now and they make really bad podcast guests. So yeah. even if you just need to come crash my house to record every now and again, <laughs> by all means do so. Uh, if we're going to do that, you're going to be on the show. So uh, <laughs> we'll, right. we'll drag we'll, we'll, we'll see. I might just sit on the couch and just kind of shout. <laughs> shout from the background oh, while I sit there and heckles. play Nino no Cooney for the seventh time. <laughs> yep. All right. Fair. You'll get it yeah. this time. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll hook in. Awesome. Uh, Alright, well then, we'll let our wonderful theme song by Azure Flux strike, which is Get Bitches Take Us Out, and we'll catch you next week. See ya! Bye! Bye.